When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hell yeah. I mean, I'm talking about it. It is a Thursday. I almost lost track of the time in this country because things seem to be going the same where it's black pill after black pill. Am I right? Just like it's, it's, it's You're asking me, the pessimist, if I think everything is black pill after black pill. When am I not like that, Elijah? I know, when is that not well, my general way of approaching the world? But would you have thought in the midst of all of the damage that could possibly be done, mm. all the damage that's being done, that we would have good news out of Chicago, as if that's even possible today. I know Chicago is one of those places that you would expect good news to come out of the least, considering all the things that go on, you know, every single weekend, uh, which we can't talk about, I don't think, these days. Yeah, we can't talk about it, obviously. There are places that are safer in Iraq than in Chirac. We're going to be talking about the insane fighting that is happening between unions, specifically the sheriffs, the police departments around the country, saying no to the vaccine mandates. My name is Elijah Schaefer, the host of the podcast Slightly Offensive. And my name is Sydney Watson from the creatively named channel on YouTube, Sydney Watson. We're also going to be talking about Joe Rogan hitting back at CNN, which honestly, I'm really glad that he did. I think they deserve it. All this and a lot more coming up. We are live from Dallas, Texas and you are here. It's kind of funny, Elijah, because the cops have gotten a lot of shit over the last little while, and it's kind of unexpected, I guess, in a way, to see them being the ones that are pushing the forefront of all this vax mandate, pushing back stuff. Yeah, I don't... Pushing backness. Uh, like, it's it's a weird uh, sway that we have where mm -hmm. it goes from back the blue to the blue or the enemy to back the blue. And I say be critical of all government agencies, including from the executive, the enforcement, and that mm -hmm. includes the police, the people that are putting the laws into place. Because by the way, if the person is corrupt or their laws are corrupt and they put them into place, you do become the enemy. But of course, not all enforcement of any law or of any order is bad. And obviously when the police are going to do something good, as we were criticized with saying that we come against the police, no, we are critical, which is key. We are will also give the police and law enforcement praise when they're doing what's good as well with these insane mandates. But we brought some amazing people on today. Yep. So in studio today, we have the lovely David Reboy, who is a fellow at the Claremont Institute and the author of Late Republican Nonsense. I'm sorry. I know I've got that written down. I'm glad I got it right. Thank great you. book. Great Thank you for joining to, uh, us. Yeah, yeah. Great to be here. Yeah, well, well, I'm happy to. I mean, obviously, I didn't feel like a string bean until I saw like this dude come in here. <laughs> like w w those biceps, everything crazy, man. Bodybuilder. Are you? Do you work out a lot? Yeah, a little bit. I love when it's not too much. A little bit. I eat. I eat more than I work out. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Anyway, we also have a, a good friend of slightly offensive and a new friend of you are here, Harrison Smith, the uh, host of American Journal on Band Dot Video. You may know the other name of that website. We'll keep that a little bit of a secret. Welcome to you are here. Thank you very much. Very glad to be here. Very exciting. Yeah. So obviously, guys, let's just jump right into this. Let's talk about this. Uh, so this is an insane story that's going on. Um, there is obviously a revolt around the country. And before we even talk about fighting back with all of this, uh, what the hell is going on with these vaccine mandates? Like, I, I honestly have to, to bring this to attention. 
Because we just talked about the fact that the mandates technically haven't gone into effect. This is technically an executive action being pushed through a regulatory agency. But everybody in America thinks that this is some sort of a law. And this is not a law. This is not a law. You know, and, 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 I, and I have to say that as we go forward, you can resist this. There is time to fight back. And David, I know that you fight for liberty. You've been, you've been working for over 15 years in and out of the intersection of politics and, and, and uh, policy and society. And when you hear about this, I mean, what, what is it that is going on? What is going on with the VAX mandates? Is fighting back legal? Is it a law? I mean, I'd love to hear your perspective. Sure. Thanks. Um, I mean, the first thing that I think about in this case in, in particular is what I'll call a, um, you know, uh, an ideological cartel that is outside government that works to further the interests of, you know, this progressive government, let's say, you know, I mean, it is, it is because of the administrative state, it is a permanent progressive government, but, uh, you know, regardless of who occupies the white house or Congress or whatever. So this, um, this ideological cartel is formed of businesses. They all think the same way on one hand. And, uh, you know, it's, a, you know, my private business. They all, they all think the same way. Um, and in addition, the larger ones are going after bennies from the government itself. So, of course, they're, they're, they're trying to kiss the government's ass for more money, airlines being, like, you know, the, the top one. So you don't even need to have the government direct these companies to do the thing because they're going to do the thing. They it's in their interest to do the thing and it's ideological for them to do the thing. Um, so in this case, this is how you have, it's not a law, but yet we still have for all intents and purposes mandates. It's the same thing across, um, you know, across the street when you've got big tech and you've got, the, um, you know, what is effect effectively a censorship regime on the part of big tech companies that, literally control public political discourse in the, in the country, you know, without which, you know, nobody would be elected without which nobody would get the news and nobody would be able to communicate with one another. So I, I see it as part of one big, um, you know, one big dynamic, which is what I consider to be the key dynamic of our age. Would you call it a cabal, Harrison? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> that, I don't, you know what I'm that is the exact word that was dancing through my head while Dave was talking. Because yeah, this, it it very much is a cabal, and uh, it, it's not even speculation, right? They have announced this. This was the entire concept of the Great Reset, Klaus Schwab stakeholder activism. It's the reason we saw in when Georgia tried to pass their voter integrity law, hundred or something corporations all getting together with a single voice to oppose it, right? This is they've announced that this is what they want to do. They want to use their uh, corporate or financial power to impose on the American people things that uh, we don't vote for. In fact, in the case of Georgia and Texas, the abortion law, other things like that, things that are completely contrary to what the actual political process has brought about, right? They're overriding the will of the people that's expressed through the legislature by using, by wielding their corporate power. I mean, this is the entire plan. This is the great resets, the great merger, right? Between the corporate power and the governmental power. They're, they're speaking and acting with one voice now. So, and you know, in terms of like, is this a law? Is this not a law? It's like, well, they have whatever power you give to them. Does, uh, you know, who, what, what group, it was like the CDC, do they have the power to tell landlords they can't collect rent? They do <laughs> if they say it and the landlords listen. I mean, that's the power right. that they have. So uh, we're moving on to, you know, what you can refer to as the color of law, essentially anarcho-tyranny, whatever laws that they want to put forward, you know, it's, it's, they have whatever power you give them, essentially. 
Yeah, and I know that this, obviously we talk about the Great Reset and what's happening, and I think what, what we're starting to see, I know you're going to get into the story here in a second with what's happening in Chicago and mm -hmm. what's happening with the police departments, is guys, I, I, I want to say this, and I, and I wish people would wake up to this, honestly, and I know you guys know this, you don't have to put up with this shit. You don't have to. I, I, I saw a video of a gentleman who, who was at his workplace, and they said that they came in, his, his supervisors were like, hey, you guys all have to get your vaccines in order to work here or you're going to be fired. And everyone just picked up all of their tools and walked out. And then they reversed the policy because they realized they were going to lose millions of dollars of contracts because people were saying it wasn't about resisting medicine. Don't let them ever set up the arguments. You know, it's all about, are you resisting the, the medicine? Are you, are you trying to kill old people? It wasn't, it's not about promoting vaccine hesitancy. Like YouTube says, it's let people have the right to do what they want. And with something like this, let them assume the risks. And if you want to assume the risk and take the vaccine, you should be fine. You shouldn't worry about it because you got the vaccine and good for you. You know, coup d'etat. It's not my judgment. You do you. But of course, when it comes to the mandates, telling somebody that their assumed risk, which of course is usually based in science, they have the studies to prove that their risk is not putting other people in the exact same harm's way. They're being told they're going to be fired. But apparently in Chicago, which I'm so shocked about, mm. freaking Beetlejuice run central has decided <laughs> to fight back it's kind of weird because the, basically the story is that 50 percent of chicago chicago's police department is threatening to walk off the job by this weekend if they're forced to take the vax and what i think is so interesting about this is apparently it comes from a loophole in the mandate that comes from what did you call her Beetlejuice? Beetlejuice. Yeah, she's a very ugly woman. You know? Wait, like, you, wait, well, wait, wait. You never saw so Beetlejuice. <laughs> oh, I, I don't know what that is. What's Beetlejuice? Oh, no. We said it three times. Oh, all right. Right. <laughs> the mayor of Chicago is about to show. <laughs> Brandon, could you could you look up on the NDI just while we're talking and bring, find a picture of Beetlejuice? Beetle, the yeah. actual Beetlejuice yeah, or actual, Beetlejuice? Dude, like, look at Beetlejuice. Find a picture comparing the mayor of Chicago with Beetlejuice. If you just type it on Google, like, mayor of Chicago, Beetlejuice, you'll see it. There are probably a thousand of them. Mm -hmm. Yes. Oh, it's, it's a, a film. Okay. It's classic, what, Late eighties, early nineties Americana. Do they not Burgen? have? Is yeah. Beetlejuice so, yeah. not a thing in Australia? Uh, I, I do maybe. Do I they don't not, know. What do they have instead of beets? Uh, these are great questions. Uh, I will defer to the real Australians that are listening. All right, please let us. Do you know Michael Keaton? I know okay. who that. Yes, yeah, I know that's, who that's, that is. That's Beetlejuice. Okay, but then he he transgendered into a woman and then took over. Uh, is Chicago. this a horror film? This sounds scary. Chicago is a horror y film, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Chicago is, in fact, the horror film of the United States. No, I mean, I feel like Laurie Lightfoot honestly looks like what, what happens when, you know when Dementors suck your soul? That's what she looks like to me. Oh, sh oh yeah, my goodness. Right? That's horrifying. Right? So I'm presuming, so the thing on the on the left is Is the mayor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're so interchangeable, it's hard to tell. Oh, oh that's, that's actually wow. really horrifying. I'm, so, I'm, so, I'm sorry. Seriously. <laughs> How did this woman win an election in a city of millions? Did she? I mean, can you? This is what I always say about people, like when they, whenever the media uh, talks about like corruption in New York or L.A. or Chicago, I'm like, is that corruption or is that just the way they do things? Like, yeah, exactly. Because can you get in without corruption? Right. But no, but she had to have beaten out in some way. She had to have beaten out either the Chicago Democrat machine or another Chicago politician. She's was a black crazier lesbian. than she was. Well, she's a black lesbian with a fro. And so that's why she won, because it was a perfect, during the, during the time of identity politics, it was like, how do we keep running the worst run city in America that is full of corruption and money laundering? 
put a black lesbian with a fro in office, and then no one can criticize her. Deflect all criticism. It's genius. She's born in 1962, and she looks like she's had her soul sucked out. She was hot. Do you know this? I, and I'm, she used to... No, no. Come, all right. Okay. I just say that in a nice way. Meaning she used to look like a normal woman that didn't have demons inside of her. And then, like, I just say the word hot as in, like, she just looked like a normal woman. We have to, I stopped saying that on the show. Because you really mean, do. You, I know. You're always what? like, she's good looking and the rest of us are like, no. I just meant, I, what <laughs> I mean is not. that when somebody, when you can't, when you don't look at someone and go, oh, like that, then right. they're, they're, right, there's somebody right. who will like that. That's them. a very low bar. Yeah, I was about to say, that's a low bar. A, you know, <laughs> I'm trying to be nice because people horror. say, because I've gotten strikes for, like, hate speech against women and stuff. So I just try to be nice to my <laughs> right. females. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. That's, that's, uh, that's, that's good. I would love to see if, if you can find a, <laughs> a, a, a hot picture of Lori Lightfoot. I would be I would I'd be interested. I would I would pay money for this. Go on, Brandon. Do your best. Or your worst, rather. Okay, she's been ugly forever. All okay. I mean is like what I mean is in she it's went probably the the balding in the the, the front that's, that's, it was, you know. It I was mean, like the, Yeah, but I'm saying like when she didn't look like a character from Harry Potter. Right. Like when she when she just looked like she could be on like friends or something, you know? Some woman like coffee, coffee shop extra three and not Dementor that steals soul from from Harry Potter. Like <laughs> There's a difference. Well, <laughs> to be, you know, I we just see the same thing happen in L.A. A similar thing. Well, she I was mean, cute. There we oh, go. No. There's a there's a picture. Yeah. You well, know. the hairline's always been a bit. Well, what is that? Strange. Puffer when she went to school in the 30s. <laughs> I could. I all right. Yes. The nicest. Yeah, I don't know if it's the nicest thing or the meanest thing that I could say, which is, it looks like the same person. <laughs> I think that's a compliment. I think it's a compliment. Yeah. Sure. Uh-huh. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Well, how do we no, end no. up doing this? On this show, so. we always end up like <laughs> making fun of people's appearances. And then I always go, I never make fun of people's appearances. And people are like, you and Elijah do it all the time. And I'm like, uh. I'm the nicer one on the show. Like, I mean, because we, we just. I got, believe that. I believe yeah. that. Yeah. Because she's, well, she's a frigid <laughs> atheist bitch. And so. <laughs> Guilty as charged. I'm the one that's like, no, that woman has a square head. She's gross. No, get her off screen. And Elijah's like, no, she's hot. No, I just trying to, be, just trying to be nice to people, like not not making an ad hominem. You know what I mean? Like only only right. do ad hominem in this case. Like people say attacking appearance isn't good. So sometimes people attack people's appearance. I'm like, that's not worth it. That's not worth the fight. Just yeah, they're an attractive person. Let them go on with their life. Just say whatever and move on. This it's that's totally a demon. worth it. Yeah, totally worth it. No, no, I'm, I I I feel the same way. I would, you know, there's there's a band of like you know that's normal. Whatever, you're not going to make fun. But once you pass that line. <laughs> You know, you're Thresh- outside the threshold. Overton window. You're, you're into visual of- effects in real life. <laughs> like, yes, that yeah. is a costume. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like, it's like, how do you not? You know, how do you not? She's probably real popular on Halloween. I'll say that yeah. much. Harrison, what do you Wait, think did, about did, her? Did she dress up? She dressed up for Halloween last year. Oh something ridiculous, right? <laughs> it's like a vaccine. Was, yeah, yeah, yeah. She just hand sanitizer. So, can you was find that as well, Brandon? Yeah. Can you find that picture too? Because she dr- didn't know she dressed up as a clown, didn't she? Wasn't that? No, no. Oh think, no, no, that's that's just oh, yeah, how she yeah, looks. Yeah. Actually, people yeah. are afraid of clowns. You know? <laughs> yeah. No, I think she, she wore she, this you know? outfit. What was that? She dressed up as like hand sanitizer and a vac. I don't think it was a vaccine yet. I think it was still it was still too early for the vaccine. I'm gonna look it up. Maybe I'm wrong. But see, this this. This is, I think this is all part of the plan. This is part of the plot. It's working right now. We're not talking about her destroying one of the greatest cities in America. We're talking about oh. how she looks like a clown. Oh, there we go. Oh, there you go. Oh, you know what? See, they do yeah. this to us on purpose. 
that's I've seen worse. I've seen worse costumes. Of, you know. our, uh, Have you? I don't, I don't know if I've ever seen a worse costume. <laughs> to, to print out a picture of the thing you want to dress up as and just hang it as a placard. Someone paid for that. Like, Clorox for sure paid for that too. It's like ad space. For our blind Selling viewers. Selling ad space on the mayor. Yeah. For our blind viewers who can't see this, uh, it's Laurie Lightfoot effectively dressed up as Clorox. Oh my gosh. It's, yeah. it's wonderful. So that puts into perspective how totally effed uh, Chicago, Chicago has been. That's who's running actually one one of the most beautiful cities, you know, uh, yeah, architecturally, yeah. it's definitely up there in terms of large cities and very cool. It has very bad parts, but obviously in the CBD, other than the gunshots and the rampant homelessness, it's still pretty beautiful. But obviously there's a little white pill coming out of Chicago, which we did not expect. Yeah, which I mean, it's the fact that the police are actually standing up. But you, you find the same thing because there was another story actually that discussed this as well, where in L.A., um, in, a, in an L.A. county, a sheriff mm -hmm. said, I'm not going to enforce these mandates. I'm not going right. to make anybody participate in this. And, so uh, you've got multiple cities doing it. And the, the Miami, the city of Miami just shit-canned their, uh, their police chief mm -hmm. who they just brought in six months ago. Oh, yeah, I read about that. What happened was, with that? He was the police chief of Austin, then he moved to Houston, right, then he moved right. to Miami and just like immediately got fired. Yeah. I don't even know why, but okay, he is a so bad person. Okay, so they released person. a letter. They released a, a, a document outlining why you know why they got rid of him. First one was he lost the support of the rank and file because he threatened them with uh, with dismissal over over vaccine mandates. Oh, really? Right away. Huh? Number one. And the other thing is, you know, you know, he he said Miami was run by the Cuban mafia. It probably is. <laughs> of course it is. <laughs> <laughs> of course it is. <laughs> but it's one of those things you can't say. Right, especially, you know? especially because, because the Cuban mafia will get you fired right, from your right, job. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like you go from one corrupt city to another, and I love that it's always like you always find out these people that are kind of running these shoddy jobs, that are doing terrible things. They just kind of go from benevolently raping city to city mm. around the country. And you go, it's like politicians, though. It's like how they go, how Joe Biden goes from like senator. Um, I think he went from senator to VP to uh, certified P. Um, you know, but like he's got small pee, pee energy. I do say that for <laughs> sure. And he's out there and you're going, this man is blaming unvaccinated Americans for the country's problems. Guy, you've been in there for like decades. You're like been 50 in, years. Yeah, something, man. You're like older than my dad just in your service. Yeah. And you're, I'm the problem. I'm like 28, my guy. <laughs> I, I'm not the one with dementia pretending to be president. Like pretending to be president. <laughs> you've got, oh, and you've got all these. Uh, you love walking that line, hey? Elijah just wants us to get banned. That's his whole objective. Whole I said he's thing. certified. Is that the, the goal? I can, can help out it. with that. Well, I, know. <laughs> I said this. There's nothing wrong with saying he is the certified president of the United States. But is he acting in that office? Is he is he is he appropriately acting? No, he was certified legally placed into the office of the United States as the president. There is no negating the fact that he's the legal president of the United States. Sure. So yes, YouTube's right. I would never negate that. You would never. Ever. But is but is <laughs> no because Not you, once. you couldn't because that's a fact in law. They wrote him in to be the president. Does it mean that he's operating at the capacity of a president that has a brain that he's actually you know that people really want him there or wanted him there? He probably I, needs neuroplasticity to have a brain, Elijah. Can you imagine what they shoot him up with every morning? Morning. I want some. Just for, yeah, I mean, no, I mean, it's, seriously, it's got to be powerful stuff. Um, I love how he just stops there. It's like, it's probably oh, shit. The JFK. <laughs> they used to shoot JFK up with some good stuff every day. Yeah. Right, right. A few opiates, oh. a little, little speed, you know, whatever gets you through it. I thought you were going somewhere else. And so eventually they shot him up with the wrong things. And that's <laughs> that's well, how it ended. Someone it did. Ended. No, but, the, but that was still sort of within the realm of, yeah, I mean, that was, that was the old days, right? I mean, you know, that was, uh, that the was good a, old days. you know, no, I mean, in the <laughs> early sixties, you know, people, you know, they, they kind of did what they had to do. I mean, now what's, what must be available and what, you know, what they've got to give to a guy who's how old is he? 
73, 74? 74. Is that yeah. it? Is that it? I thought he was 80. I thought he was 74. No, he's well, 78. he had the brain surgery, 78. right? 78. Oh, yeah, he's yeah. had like two brain so surgeries. Yeah, so he's had two brain surgeries. So, so they say once they open you up once, you're impacted. And twice, it's like, forget about it. What were the... Br- uh, actually, the second I time no was to idea. check if it was still there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, what was the first... Like, actually, no, was the first we, I guess we got it the first time. Yeah, huh. The doctor left his yeah. keys in there the first time. Yeah. <laughs> no, but on, on, on a side note with this, I know you're looking this up, but... I'm just interested now because I actually wasn't aware of the fact that he had any sort of like invasive surgery. Oh, yeah. totally. Yeah. Remember when yep. his eye exploded on stage? <laughs> I love the first thing when you look it up, Biden <laughs> you know, brain we're on surgery. The same page. It's a crazy world. The first thing that pops up when you Google Bri- Biden brain surgery is Biden is a survivor. Uh, uh, we're surviving him every day. Yeah, exactly. You should use DuckDuckGo. I do, but not not on. The, I should set it up on yeah, this. But yeah. also, apparently, we were being told yesterday that DuckDuckGo is an evil, evil corporation. DuckDuckGo is being is being taken up from within. I mean, we I don't want to repeat this too much on the show, but essentially, they're going through the same hiring processes of like with like creating the like anti bias and diversity training mm-hmm. and anti discrimination. I've got some people there, and it's it's so it's, it's like, only a matter of time. It's a tech company that's being taken over from the inside. There's a battle apparently being waged. I don't I don't work there. I've only spoken to people that have, and so I can't speak for every department, so what every do you place. Use, but then what's what's on offer? Just tour. Pigeons. And then, yeah, you just, you just sort of have to know things now. You just, you just come up. You have to have that instant recall. Exactly. In yeah. my day, we used to go to the library. Yeah. Yes, you guys. And they don't even have those anymore. Do they not? Have just them? homeless people like sleeping. Yeah, and looking exactly. at Porn. Like it's like right. Okay, so it was my hometown <laughs> where the guy and and it's going to come to me in, in a second, but it was in um, it was like very early '90s, but it was my hometown, and the big issue was. He was the homeless guy who wanted to come and look at porn in the library on the computers. Oh, that guy. Yeah, yeah. No, no. We all know and that he guy. Won. Was one of them? No, no, he won. <laughs> this was a case. This was like a big legal case. I think I remember that. Yeah. And and it went on for a while. And he went, yeah, I mean, this was like, like 1990. 90 or 92. Was the, yeah. the so wild, he, wild West days of the yeah. internet. Three hours waiting for like for one, the one thing to download. Like, right, right, right. No, no. It, I, I think it was, you know, I think it was text, you know. He's reading stories. He's reading, yeah. He's like, no, but you know, actually that makes me laugh though. Speaking of like the cities being corrupt and falling apart with like libraries is the first time I genuinely saw like hardcore pornography was because of a homeless person at the <laughs> library. And I'm going to tell you, I don't want to explain what I saw but it, may, it gave me a lot of questions and more confusion than answers. I didn't know who to tell. I didn't know what to say. This was in Whittier, California. And then I was like, hey. And I asked the guy, I was like, because I was kind of like, new people were screwed up from the beginning. I'm a kid, though. I was like, what are you looking at? And he's like, <laughs> like, like looking at me, like <laughs> making noises. I'm going, oh, the world's weird as fuck. Like, this Whoa. is weird. Like, I, I just was like a kid. I think I was like probably eight. <clears throat> and I'm like, Okay, that man does not only not speak English, but he looks at adults wrestling funny. You know, what I mean? like, <laughs> oh. like what's going on here? What oh. is this world? These things feel so American to me because I don't know. I I was never exposed to this sort of weird crap back home. Maybe, but maybe that's because well, Australia is a little hopping more around. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Yeah, you know. Yeah. And they usually wrestle funny, where they do. They put their little heads back and they hit each other in the face. It's pretty cool. Yeah, so you don't have porn. You just have can- you're just watching. That's kangaroos. what we watch. Yeah. That's much why we all have much issues, more man. wholesome. Much more wholesome. Yeah. you could argue that. I'm sure. Everything Things already upside down They're on the other <laughs> yeah, side of the exactly. world. No, but like, but speaking of this, it's kind of crazy because you mentioned the video though. Mm. Like with all this being messed up, and that's my white pills. Like with all this being messed up, I am very happy to see that it's surprisingly the big cities who sheriffs are saying we're fighting back. Now, in one way, Harrison, we talked about this earlier before we go to the video. Like partly when they're like, hey, 50% of the police force is gonna quit. 
there's a little bit in me that goes just hundred percent quit. Yeah. And let's see what happens. You don't even need that. Fifty percent <laughs> and the city's gone. That's a win win. I mean, they're trying to defund the police. They're trying to get rid of the right. cops anyway. No, no, no. <laughs> Seriously. Let them go. So I was um uh you know, just, just brief story. I was in New York for nine eleven. And wow. I encountered a lot of I was I was, you know, kind of right there and I and for a while I encountered a lot of very, very brave, badass firefighters and cops who you know, none of them lived in Manhattan. They all came in from Staten Island or Queens or, or, or you know, deep, deep uh, Brooklyn. And, like, these guys, when the shit went down, they ran into the buildings. A couple years later, I'm living in San Francisco. And I'm on a BART train, you know, the, the, uh, you know, the subway over there. The lights go out. And... You know, it's not far, not long after 9-11, immediately in those days, the first thing people thought of was, oh, my, oh, shit, it's terrorism. Right. So people start freaking out. And the men pushed the women aside. And, like, it was a total free-for-all, which is the thing that you would never have seen in New York because there was a type of person that existed in New York. You know, the guy who lives out in Staten Island, the, you know, the old blue-collar guy who goes into the business of protecting others, be it firemen, policemen, et cetera. That guy didn't exist in San Francisco on that bar train, you know, uh, in town. He just didn't. He no longer lives there. Either he moved, you know, 100 miles out of town or he's, you know, somewhere else. And, uh, and at that moment, it hit me. I was like, yes, there is, you know, there are certain people, certain personality types um, you know, even more than personality types, just, uh, you know. Be as blunt as you want to be, honestly. Be as blunt. <laughs> no, I want to no, know no. what you mean. I want to know what you mean. I'm serious. No, no, no. But, yeah, I mean, there's, may, I mean, maybe personality types is, is, is the best word because it really, you know, it, it does span. No, tell us what you really think. Yeah. No, give no. Us, give us the mean words. Like, they're not like little homos or something? Is that what you mean? <laughs> like yeah. Like in San Francisco? Right. Exactly. Yeah, a little, th it's okay. I mean, they, they like, they call themselves twinks for a reason. Like, they're little thin, well, no, little no, I mean, thin homos. It wasn't even, it wasn't even a matter, I mean, I don't want to be a cock here, but it wasn't even a matter of sexuality <laughs> or anything. It I was didn't like say they're all the gay. The type of person, right. I was just saying twinky. Right. They're like, like the like delicious the, snack, the, like the snack, the snack. YouTube. Hello. <laughs> we like the snacks. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, so, so it made me think of this. And, and to your point is 50% of the people who are on the Chicago PD who do not want the vax, those are those people. Those are the, 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 the guys, the cops and firefighters, you know, from Staten Island. That type, that, you, that type that you actually want, which is that why you actually they're the ones want. that are being threatened with right. being fired. Right? And I think, I mean, I was, I, I don't know. I'm, I've never been a cop. I have friends who were cops and are cops, but I would say that, um, you know, you take 50% of those of that type of guy out of the police force and the whole city goes under. No, oh, yeah, because it's the gutless people that will be left or it's the people who are there because they have ulterior motives for being there. I mean, I think that there's so few people these days who actually want to serve and who feel that they have a position and a right, I guess, to protect others and they want to protect others. I would argue that's a dying breed. Well, it's, it's being forcibly removed, right? It's being forcibly eradicated, whether it's by whether it's from the military service or from the police service. It's people that are refusing to you know, unquestioningly go along with their orders. It's the people who actually want to stand up for their constitutional rights. Like, slowly but surely, over the last nine months, 10 months, the American government has very purposefully 
enacted policies to remove these people from any position of, of authority whatsoever. So, uh, you know, it's it's not a coincidence, I don't think, that, right. you know, at the same time as they're going after domestic terrorists th that are in the army, which are essentially just patriots who, you know, like fly the don't tread on me flag and actually understand their constitutional rights. Those people are getting kicked out of the military at the same time that the vaccine mandates are coming about. It's about winnowing winnowing down until just I, that core group of supporters that just obey orders uh, because some very nasty orders are coming down the pipe. So I agree with you completely on that. What I can't really understand, I can't wrap my head around, is I find it difficult to put myself in their, in their shoes and say, how can it possibly be good to get, you know, to, to, let's say, dispossess from society this particular type of person, right. this person that you have made into an evil threat. Mm. How do you say, okay, now, you know, <laughs> you've, been, you've been, you know, sort of destroying our country with your, you know, heteronormative, patriarchal, you know, Christian, blah, 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 blah. Now we're going to make sure that you you know, have no job, you're kicked out of the military, you're, you're you know, you're kind of, you know, sanctioned in, in all these ways. What do they think is going to happen to right. destruction? Them? It's, it's, in, well, well, it's there's intentional. Fewer people, so those people are really hard to control because think about it. They actually have enough integrity that when it comes to the crunch, they go, I'm not doing this. Hell yeah. These are the people who wouldn't shoot their own citizens. These are the people who won't fight their own citizens. I think exactly. Australia is a good example of that. Sorry that I always have to bring it up every single episode. But what's going on back home with the cops and the way that they're behaving towards their own citizens, the people that they are theoretically, well, not even not even theoretically, in practice, they're supposed to protect these people. They're supposed to be there to assist and help these people. They're not there to brutalize them. It's been so bizarre watching the flick of a switch and they go, yep, this is all justified because I'm just following orders. When you remove mm -hmm. people who have integrity and a backbone out of society, you end up with a police force, you end up with a military, whatever other institution who will comfortably and happily kill their own. Mm -hmm. I think that's exactly right. And I think with the military, it's especially dangerous because you ask, you know, why would you why would you essentially cut the leash on these people? If you're so worried about these people being a danger to society, why would you then release them into the wild? Right. But uh, like with the vaccine mandates and with the I assume the domestic terrorists, you know, weeding out of people from the military that way uh, is that they're going to be probably given a dishonorable discharge, which means they will not be able to own guns anymore. So, you know, it's the, the, the classic uh, phrase of uh, spiking the cannon, right? When you leave a sure. military fort, you spike the cannon. So I think they're, they're spiking the cannons right now as they, uh, as they, you know, pull out. Right. Okay. So, so one other related point, which is people, I think the same people say, and this is, this is, I believe this to be a contradiction. They'll say, um, you know, let's say Biden wants more war. Okay, let's say he wants more war. On the other hand, he is getting rid of the people that actually can fight a war. Right. I don't. I don't know if there are any <coughs> well, of those people left well, anymore no, no. with some of the. Do you know, know how serious stuff? this is? Though? Do you know how serious that is? No, though? but these two things can't. No, but right. but they you do know? though. They do because this is the important part that I think that people negate is that you have to count the cost, and these people do. But also, they're not counting the cost in terms of the nation, it's in terms of the global order. So in terms of globalization, of creating sort of a one world government, one world currency, it's about control, it's about power, it's about, it's about aggregating power. Of course, nation states are a roadblock to those people, and you need to control those countries to achieve that goal. But in the meantime, like a couple things you were saying about 
The military is not ready to fight and win a real war. I have, I'm sure you have. I speak to many people who are generals, people in the military, high ups, high clearances that tell me, guys, we are more concerned with the ranks of, of equity and diversity mm -hmm. than about being skilled that people can't even take tests because they can't pass them in the ranks. So, <clears throat> so there's that. But also you have to say this. There's a, there's a certain aspect to this that is and has been discussed since the 1960s predominantly more like more or less after 2001 when more pieces came into play post 9/11 uh, United States and world is that there are plans of people who want to bring about this centralized control where they want to you know extend education but then you learn less they want to uh, create chaos in society so that there's confusion with justice <clears throat> and that people cannot depend on their government to uh, to control and contain society so that you no longer have trust in institutions. Like one of the interesting things, if you read like yeah, Carl Schwab, the World Economic Forum, mm. a lot of people are like, why the hell? Like I, you always see these, this is like the most, like and I love boomers, but this is like the, the anti-boomer take, like the, the Facebook boomer take. Like they, they put Joe Biden in office, they're trying to destroy the nation. And you're like, you know, in in the car with the sunglasses on, in the front seat, ranting in the phone. You know, this is evil. And you're like, okay, brother, just go read their manuscript. They literally go, the way to counteract a populist uprising, aka Donald Trump, Marine Le Pen, Balzerano, etc., is to demoralize the population by installing a president, certifying him through the legal processes, to make people doubt the electoral processes, and to make him so uninteresting aka 38% approval rating, this is in their document, that the people lose trust in the leader. So the, the idea of a central leader that's leading the country leaves. So they become comfortable with this diaspora of leaders. Like, who are you going to look to other... So then you go down the line, you go, who am I going to look to other than Biden? Um, Kamala? <laughs> what the hell is that? So then you, <laughs> you you keep going and you go, these they're all idiots. So who's running the country? Who can I trust? Well, I'm going to trust the shadow people, the bureaucrats, to run the nation. They're running it. And I know those people are ruining it. And so you create a new system where you weaken the, the populist nation state. So yes, the chaos, the destruction hurts the country, but it, it meets their end goal. At least that's what I believe is happening. Right. Well, it's also how, you know, how convenient would it be if they were able to uh, insist that, you know, convince the American people, especially like ex-veterans, to rise up against the government. How convenient would it be for them to be able to say, hey, things are out of control here in America. I think we need the UN's help in this. I think we need foreign troops, uh, you know, in here to take care of this because these Americans are crazy. When really they're <coughs> the ones that are so we get to Red Dawn. There you go. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah pretty yeah. much Red Dawn. Yeah. The right. first of the remake. What remake? Oh, they remade Red Dawn. No, they didn't. Oh, they did. Not in my universe. <laughs> <laughs> there's one Matrix movie and there's one Red Dawn, right. right? But on a serious note, Harrison, what you're saying is right. Again, I look to Australia where that's basically what's happening. I, right. I believe that there are UN troops that have been put on the ground in Melbourne, at least. Um, and they yeah, look different. Yeah, you've seen you've mm -hmm. seen the battle vehicles, and it's and it's scary because I think they signed on. There was some sort of uh, UN document that uh, um, Melbourne, Victoria. The, where I'm from, signed on to. I can't remember the name of it. And I believe that New York did as well. And it basically gives the UN in some capacity like authority to institute troops in particular areas when there's emergency situations. Emergency not being tremendously clearly defined. So right. it's it's unclear. You probably know more about it than I do because you operate in that space. But I mean, yeah. this is just what my family tells me. And a bit it's scary. I mean, I think that Americans need to pay more attention to these things. And I'll just say it, say it to them blue in the face effectively, because if you're not paying attention to what's going on around the world, you will miss it when it's ha happening in your own country effectively. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. sad. And we have a video of this actually. It's Villanueva, I believe the uh, chief of the LA County Sheriff explaining this uh, on an interview. And you're going to start to see more of this. Uh, let's go ahead and let's play the video. 
I'm fully vaccinated. My entire family is. I support everyone on the department to get vaccinated. However, that is a medical decision that's left to each employee to do. We're providing a reasonable accommodation for those who do not be vaccinated. They have to submit to weekly testing and be clear and free, and they can go to work. But what the board is trying to do is going to cost me five, ten percent or more of my employees to just walk away. And what about enforcing the county's vaccine mandated businesses, which is, is going to increase that's, in the weeks ahead? That's going to be up to each business to enforce it. And however they want to do it, that's great. So if, no you help get a from call, you. if you get a call, you're, you're not We will to... respond to a call if there's a business dispute and we Got will it. obviously assist any business that is trying to enforce the mandate. But we're not going to become the vaccine police, not at all. That is totally inappropriate. I love that someone's actually bloody standing up, though, and saying that. I mean, even at the end there, where he says that that's basically not his job and it is inappropriate for them to become the vaccine police. I really, I just, I like that. I think we need to see more of that. I don't know why we see so little of it. I don't, you know what, that is a good question. I, I, I don't know, but we're starting to see... We are starting to see some white pills. I didn't want to bring this up as we talk about this. Don't forget, guys, that if you're a regular viewer of the show, to sign up and become a, a supporter and be here every day at blazetv.com slash you are here. And it's an amazing way to join us, especially we've already had a few videos banned. And there'll be more of it. And you can actually meet the, the, the You Are Here supporters on the chat. Talk to Brandon and get some of your chats read as well. I encourage you to check it out, become a member. And you can support Crowder, who's currently also banned on YouTube, but I think is also still on blazetv.com. Mm -hmm. So a lot of our hosts are banned all the time. And then we come back. So we, we do love, shout out to uh, Rest in Peace Crowder right now. We love you. We know what it's like. Mm -hmm. But I do want to say this. So obviously, um, speaking of more legal reasons and more white pills in the justice system, The fact that more has not been happening to make right the wrongs that are being done to the capital detainees, the ones who were involved in the riot, again, would I would have a much different story if we had a similar thing happening to immediately to the BLM rioters. Like if, if we had this insane sort of not even fascistic, but but a alarmist police state where we where we picked up people that had civil disobedience disorder. I don't think this is a good thing. Just if we did and we put them in prison and we did this, and this was our system. There's not we much didn't to bring say. them to trial and we didn't, you know, we, we, we just abused let them, them. run. We totally, we're, so if we just did that, no, but if we just right. did that, I would, I thought I would be complaining about this trial. I'd be like, okay, we have a broken justice system. The justice system isn't broken because it's universally broken per se in this regard. It's broken because it is now politically biased towards one side, towards the right wing. Mm -hmm. Right. And we have been asking and asking, and I have been petitioning, guys, personally, I will let you know, I have been petitioning congressmen and individuals. People ask me, why don't you do more? I did as much as I can do. I have my own fight with the federal government. It's very costly. I can't do a lot, but I have been petitioning and working with people. I'm like, where is the justice? Where is the blind justice? Where is somebody who is going to say that these people are the victims of human rights abuse? And you have this story here. This is totally cool. What I just realized, though, is that there are two stories that basically contradict each other when it comes to this topic. And there is a white pill for one and then immediately a black pill for the other. And I just realized they were published on the same day, a couple, mm. uh, a couple hours apart. This is, and they're from the same outlet too. So the story that Elijah's referring to, if we can pop that back up on screen, guys, just so for people who want to read, um, basically, um, a U.S. judge said that a jail violated the civil rights of a capital riot defendant. And then basically Cernovich here has taken um, an excerpt from this article and said, I find that the civil rights of the defendant have been abridged. I don't know if it's because he is a Jan 6 defendant or not, but I find that this matter should be referred to the Attorney General of the United States for a civil rights investigation. Oh, he'll get right on it. 
Yeah, Mayor yeah, exactly. Garland, I'm sure he's, yeah. he's the person who put him very there. Yeah. But then, then what's sad, and this is why I am such a pessimist, is then, like I said, on the same day, uh, you know, around the same time, you have another judge who said there have to be consequences, and apparently this judge is upping the sentences of capital rioters. And I just like, you just look at these things and you go, yeah. So on one hand, you have a judge who's going, hey. This person's rights have been violated because I believe what they are doing to these, to, well, capital writers. I don't want to use. I don't right want to use their right terminology. Now def defendant would be the right now. Yeah. yeah. So uh, what they're doing to these people, you would argue, is totally not acceptable. I was reading today that apparently I believe it's actually the person in the in this case that we're talking about broke his wrist mm -hmm. um, at some point, and that still hasn't been addressed. He still hasn't seen anybody about that. I was reading that this afternoon, um, which is disgusting when you think about it. Because I mean, shouldn't all prisoners, you know, well, not, they're not even prisoners because they've not been tried, have they? I believe that they haven't had any sort of sentence handed down or anything. They're just sort of awaiting trial. They're he knows more about this. Bizarre, mm. you know. You know what I'm saying? You know what they're doing? You've read it all. And yeah, I mean, I want to, you know, shout out to the most valuable reporter in America on this, Julie Kelly at American Greatness, and nobody's been. Yeah, she's been on it. You know, half as good on, rest, yeah. um, mm. on this issue and, and alerting Americans to, you know, to, to the tremendous um, injustices. And, uh, yeah, look, I mean, it's, you know, I, the way I approach is I spent a long time in the counterterrorism world and I understand how the kind of superstructure of the terrorism or counterterrorism industry works, which is, you know, the think tanks and the foundations and the university, um, uh, grants and all this stuff. Um, and, and how sort of the whole thing moves according to government requirements. So, for example, Jan immediately after January 6th, you could see very clearly a reorientation of the homeland security slash counterterrorism uh, point of view in terms of what the threat is. Mm -hmm. and, and they'd been laying that groundwork for a long for time. For a long time, yeah. right. But this was the case. Mm -hmm. It was immediately, you know, the keys went into went into the ignition. Yep. And then what that did was that created, you know, what what um, what you could call like a, a, you know, request for proposal or something from the multi-billion dollar terrorism industry or, you know, anti-terrorism industry. So, you know, professors everywhere and grants to study this. And, 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 you know, and sort of all the stuff that used to go into war on terror. I mean, that was total bullshit from the beginning. Um, you know, the, the, what the terrorism industry was doing, it was doing everything but identifying the enemy for 20 years. Right. Yeah, it's an know. ideological warfare. And you're like, brother, this is not how this works. You can't stomp out. You can't stop out Islam. You can't stop out these beliefs. They well, were just well, no, you, but you couldn't say that. According, according to the the counterterrorism industry throughout the, the, um, uh, throughout the, the, the war on terror, you couldn't say you had to say like, you know, yeah, it's, it's gangland dynamics and Al Qaeda. And it's, you know, it's people who are really frustrated. They're really poor. They're acting out for, you know, blah, blah, blah. You know, the last one they had, which was really famous. We all laughed was climate change mm -hmm. causing the war, the, the revolution in Syria. <laughs> and the Arab Spring. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't hear that. Causing. Dude. They said it about yeah, yeah. Afghanistan, Afghanistan as well. Too, yeah. They, yeah. <laughs> so like, they said that because of famine and whatnot, that's why. Right. Because right. of climate change. Yeah, yeah. Because, because, it, because it caused like shortages yeah. of water and blah, blah, blah. And like, is there truth to, to any one of these things? Yeah, yeah. There's like, 
you know, I'm sorry. <laughs> I no, said no, no, but no, no, <laughs> but like, there's like, you know, maybe like half of one percent. Like, okay, right. you know, maybe, carbon is real. Maybe right. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Carbon. Yeah. Yeah. Carbon is a thing. <laughs> but you know, for us, we see a stupid headline in a paper, and we're like, oh, that's dumb. But behind that headline are millions, of tens of millions of dollars that go into studying this mm-hmm. and promoting it, and and um, and sort of what I am familiar with what you know what what I kind of study is the infrastructure of information operations around these things and so what that means is let's say um you know let's say you've got a, a newspaper outlet you know New York Times or whatever New York Times decides okay we're going to make a beat on right wing terrorism right we're going to hire five reporters that's all they're going to cover so of course you're skewing what's happening you know you're you're skewing the whole picture of what's happening yeah. in america and and the threats based on what you are focused on what you're spending money on selective reporting selective reporting right so then you, these five reporters well shit man they need sources they need sources they need experts they need people who uh you know i mean think several, tanks think and all the tanks and all the other things so all of a sudden you've got spread out a constellation of people who are sort of you know, operating within the world of this information operation. Mm-hmm. And, um, and you know, to bring it back to the point is this is what sprung into action immediately after January 6th. Right. And this is what exactly what they wanted to spring into action after January 6th. Yeah. So right now it's sort of like, you know, it's, it's sort of like an avalanche. Regardless of what happens, you know, they, they, they'll, I mean, what, nobody's been actually charged with insurrection. Right. Like like the charges don't matter. They don't give a shit about the people who are locked up. Not for a second, you know, or else we would know the identities of more of them. You know, we don't know, you know, the the guy who, you know, opened the door in some of the videos, you know, et, et cetera. Anyway, so all that is to say that they want the narrative and that's all they want because they will do things with the narrative. Yeah, perception management yeah. to manufacture consent to essentially go after fellow Americans. But you know, taking it back to how you first introduced this topic, is you compared it to Black Lives Matter. To me, the interesting thing is is kind of what suckers us on the right wing are how like during the Black Lives Matter riots and just burning buildings, like the entire time everybody on the right was like just arrest the people doing the violence like nobody none of us were being like and the people who were walking down the street and waving signs just throw them in jail too so it's it's insane that it's gone from like we're just sitting here begging for just the actual violent people shooting people dead in the street and lighting buildings on fire just can you arrest those people please and it's like no this is all peaceful and don't worry about it and then suddenly to January 6th, where it's like this person literally never went into the building and was just standing 100 yards away. And they're just like, domestic terrorist, murder him. Like, the, the, you know, so many people, social media or just elsewhere in America are just, I mean, they're bang for blood. It's sick. Hey, what happened to the, to the, the guy that left the bombs? That's oh, a very yeah. good Whoa, question. Man. You want to go back that far with things that we haven't worked out? What yeah. happened to, during the Vegas shooting? What was that all about? What about any of these uh, these school shooters? Like, Dude, do you really want to get them? kicked off YouTube? Because I can tell you. <laughs> I'm actually like genuinely interested <laughs> to know about the Vegas thing because I was thinking about that the other day and I was like, we still don't have any answers to that. The FBI said uh, shrug. Yeah, but that's, they, do, yeah. they do this to everything though. This is what's remarkable well, about the imagine FBI. The, imagine the balls it takes. To have a story like that where you've got, you know, what, multiple fatalities. Yeah. It's a huge story, you know, yep. amazing thing. And they're just like, 
Yeah, we don't know. Yeah, it's the government is. The, uh, we were talking about this earlier about what a false flag is and like the psyop is. Right. You know, because people use a lot of blanket terms to describe this stuff. Like, oh, it was a, a secret operation. It was, you know, the psyop. It was the false flag. Blah blah blah. And I said, well, you know, it's kind of interesting because sometimes a lot can be true at the same time, and sometimes we don't know enough, and that's enough of a sign that there's something going on. Because where there's a lack of transparency and it appears to be intentional, you can see there's a cover-up. And they keep it just enough that you can't prove it, per se, so that they can discredit you. This is all part of, you know, the, this is all part of the CIA well, and what they, what they do. But, but, but that's, right, so that's half true. That's the glass half, you know, full Yeah, they just they keep scenario. it vague in intentionally because it's like, well... You don't know what you don't know, so you can't say what you don't know. And so if you say what you don't know and assume, then we'll just say you're crazy. So can't no one can. It, yeah. yeah, so you can't, you can't disprove. We can't disprove you. You can't disprove us. So let's agree to disagree. Let's, let's, let's put this under the rug. So it's like just like with January 6th where people are going, OK, was the FBI involved? And I go, look, it doesn't matter if the FBI, which there's evidence, were directly involved. It doesn't matter if the FBI even, the point is, anything. They did know about it. They were involved in chats that knew about it. They could have worked with Capitol Police and the National Guard, and there were requests for National Guard that could have prevented this. So the fact that the government, at least, at the very least, we can universally agree, somebody allowed this to happen, and that's how you can ask the question where, whether it's a false flag, PSYOP, okay, we can, we, can, we can argue that and show different evidence, but at least in politics at the very basis... Like with, like with the uh, Vegas shooting, it could have been stopped. And with, uh, we're seeing the common denominator, at least I'm seeing, with all of these arguments and one person saying it's a conspiracy, one person that's saying it's is a fact. From September 11th on, these things could have been stopped and weren't. And why? And who let them go on? And so, yes, you can't accuse. You can't. They could have. Meaning people could have stepped in. More could have been done. A lot of these school shootings, et cetera, could have been stopped. You could blame it on negligence, human error, lack of communication. I don't care. Well, that's another story. But why is it that in all of these situations, it's never just like, holy shit, we just didn't know. Like, it was never like, it's like clearly there's paper trails there always, showing that yeah, somebody knew something and, mm -hmm. and nothing was followed up on. And yet yep. they'll follow up on school parents that are mad at teachers for pushing CRT in the classrooms. Like, they can follow up on that and threaten a, t a parent and, and show up at their house and January 6th show up at people's house and stalk them who walked on the steps of the Capitol. But you couldn't stop a school shooting. Yeah. Well, but I mean, even that is somewhat dangerous, right? Because... Uh, that goes all the way, you know, Boston bombing, all these things that, where all these people that would eventually do a terrorist attack uh, were on the FBI's watch list. And it's like, OK, did you want them to be arrested before they committed a crime? I mean, there's some gray area there. But the interesting way that the false that false flags as a concept have evolved is there's a, a there was a, an occurrence in the 2016 uh, campaign where a uh, a gay person at a church did an wrote an anti-gay slur on the side of the wall in like a swastika. And he got caught, and it was a false flag hate crime, essentially. And um, when they interviewed him about it, he literally used the term false flag. He goes, I, I was trying to create a false flag so people understood what, what a threat we were under. So back in the day, if you think of the classic false flags, even beyond 9-11, you know, back to uh, you know, the, the uh, Vietnam War and stuff, you had to have a very coordinated effort to f make sure everybody was in the same line and make sure we have the right stories in the right places. Now it's like decentralized. It's like people just know, okay, if I do this hate crime against myself, the people that are going to come and report on it are not going to fact check. They're not going to do any further research. They're not going to try to find out what the truth is about this thing. So everybody already knows. It's already out there in the world, the, the narrative and the consensus. So if I just do something that's along that same consensus, I know that the media companies are going to pick it up and run with it and not do any due diligence. And by the time it's uncovered, they'll bury the, the correction 
and the story will still be out there. So it's like it's almost like decentralized false flags where it's there doesn't even have to be a conspiracy since everybody just sort of knows already. Here's here's how we cover this story. Yeah. And here's here's where we take it from here. It's like the mirror sad. image of the mirror image of the ISIS lone wolf. What do you mean? You know, in the sense that it, you know, terrorist attacks no longer uh, require. I mean, it was actually, you know, a kind of, um, you know, consequence of, you know, some good anti-terror uh, efforts, uh, you know, by the U.S. and others. But it got to be for for ISIS and Al Qaeda that they could no longer, you know, actually do mm. the uh, you know the 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 large scale terror attacks that required a lot of pre-planning or yeah, right, right, right. So they just said, okay, lone wolf, go kill somebody. Yeah, you know what to do. You know what You're to on do. Your own, yeah. Right. You know, you read the shit. You believe. Time to go. Yeah. And you know, and and uh, and it's it's been. Um, know yeah I mean, we entered that around the time of the obama years yeah i mean uh, the the rapidity with which this term domestic terror has been you know activated essentially since january 6 i mean in the last 10 months we've gone from uh, got you know you'd heard it every once in a while domestic terrorists like you, you, we sort of knew this is the way they were going but before january you never really heard of this like domestic terror is the number one thing we have to go after these patriot groups but like since then, that's what it's been associated with, and in those 10 months now, it's concerned. Parents sure. are domestic terrorists. I mean, this is really the power of, of a unified, singular, monolithic media uh, environment. You know what's awesome? And I, I need to look this up, but it's, it's worth looking up. The first Obama administration um, kind of anti-terror guidance, either from DOJ, um, DOJ Civil Rights and Civil Liberties, I think that's what it is, made a big point to say it was 2010. Do you need him to fact check? 20, he, he, he has it up if you want to have him look something okay. up. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 can, I, can, I yeah. can look it up in a second. It was, um, they made a point to say that we should not scrutinize or investigate people who have, you know, radical political beliefs. That's off limits. So basically what that was is that was a carve out to the Muslim Brotherhood and to Islamists to say, you know what, you guys are safe. You can say you want to turn the U.S. into, you know, an Islamic theocracy. That's fine. That's protected speech, according to the Constitution. No problem. But here we are in 2021, and you say something like that as a conservative or as a patriot talking about the founding. The revolution or something, you'll be Dude, labeled you're a terrorist. Gone. You're a terrorist. You're gone. Yeah. I think the problem with all of this is that it trivializes legitimate domestic terrorism. And I think that it's the same thing when you have, um, you know, the cases where like Kavanaugh, for example, you have a woman saying, oh, I was, you know, sexually abused or whatever, with no basis to the claim, you know, a very, very, like a massive uh, media circus on the issue. It trivializes the actual sexual assaults of women who've actually been sexual assaulted. So I think this is no different where then when you actually have domestic terrorism, if it's, if it's being comparative or held up to, I suppose, you know, like you guys were saying, parent groups at these school board meetings if that's what we're that's what we're hailing as domestic terrorism and then over here you have actual legitimate violence like antifa for example that are still to this day continuing to burn down cities and hurt people and murder people i'm assuming elijah i'm sure you're on top of this yeah stuff. i mean they're, they're not as active as they were because they're actually afraid of covid because they fall into the next narrative love that so like really yeah like they were making i mean during covid they, that's why they, i mean even though they were out protesting they would still yell at you to put on your mask and they were making hand sanitizer 
sanitizer for the community. And so because they, when you're burning down a building, were. it's important to sanitize. <laughs> so I mean, just and, be aware. And like also too, like I, I think th- the PR of like it used to be like they loved it. By the way, like you would watch them. I remember I got into an interaction with this uh, with this you know quote unquote anti fascist. He was on the bridge a bridge in Portland and. I was standing there and, and I had the camera and this was public. There was news crews and there's this bus of people coming that are part of like a, a Patriot Guard group. And he's like, has a rock and he's like standing there and he's like eyeing the bus. And I was like, I know what you're going to do. Like I was talking. I was like, I know what you're going to do. It's going to, I thought I was helping him not do it. I was like, I'm going to film this and I'm going to put it online. People are going to see who you are and what you did. And it was and like, that like emboldened him. It was like, I actually might've like caused a, terrorist attack wow. but i was like but i was like it was like it would it embolden him and i was like oh these people are larping like they 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 love the attention so the fact that the media attention died down because you're like eh, let portland burn like you just get to that point where you're like you know what like just move out of portland then if you if you don't no one no one even goes in the city center like we got used to seeing our cities fail and that was part of the plan in the end and i kind of want to say this so like we were saying i want to make sure we watch this video you were saying that how it's decentralized because the media is so it's so people are so accepting of the media at covering all of these people and doing all of these things. That's when Dr. Sanjay Gupta from CNN decided to go on Joe Rogan. It seems as if he's like almost caught off guard being in some sort of a contrarian environment like the echo chambers and the mm-hmm. acceptance of everyone thinking the same bullshit you do has become so standard. That, you know, Anna Kasperin even had to, from the Young Turks, had to, like, apologize, not apologize, but, like, come out and explain to the public why she would debate. Not even, like, have dinner with, like, debate. Like, a a public form of disagreement. Why she would publicly debate in front of people that disagree with her. So that's exactly what debate's for. Why, and, and, and with someone who's bigger than her that's actually platforming her, why she would do that with Ben Shapiro. And I go... Oh, the utter state of this. Let's watch this this interaction uh, with uh, Joe Rogan. If we could play that on the screen, this medical expert. It's a lie on a news network, it, and it's it, a lie that's a willing. That's that's a lie that they're conscious of. This is not a mistake. Yeah, they're unfavorably framing it as veterinary medicine. Why would they lie? And say that's horse dewormer. I can afford people medicine, motherfucker. <laughs> this is ridiculous. It's just a lie. I don't think anyone is thick. But don't you think that a lie like that is dangerous on a news network when you know that they know they're lying? Do See, you, the, the thing is, we're, we're, we're like going so fast. Like, I feel like I'm missing. I'm missing. Do you think I want that to, that's a problem that your news network it was not, lies? Well, I don't. I don't Dude. I mean, what did they say? They lied what and they said say? I was taking horse dewormer. First of all, it was prescribed to me. By a doctor, yeah, yeah, yeah. along they with shouldn't have said a it was bunch worse. of if, other if medications. Was, if you got a human pill, because there were people that were taking it, the veterinary medication, and I, you're not obviously, you got it from a doctor, so that it shouldn't be called that. Ivermectin can be a very effective medication for parasitic disease, and as you say, it's probably you know I think what a quarter billion people have taken it around the world. More, I get that way more. So way more can, billions can, of people have taken it. Can I just come back to the one I want to talk about? I, two, no, no, two, no, no, two no, things no. on you the ledger. To, you have <laughs> before we get to that. Does it bother you that the news network you work for? Out and out lied, well, just outright lied about me taking horse dewormer. They, they they shouldn't have said that. Why did they do that? I don't know. You didn't ask. You I didn't think that was your. You're the medical guy over there. I didn't it's ask. Pathetic. I should have asked. Uh, they did it with such glee. No, yes, Joe. I, did. I watched. 
Isn't it? Like, I watched this dude when I watched, because I, I watched a bunch of these clips because I don't, I didn't have time to sit down and actually watch the episode, but I did see all the clips. Um, there were several of them. And it was actually so satisfying to watch him basically be like, you're a liar. You know you're a liar. You're an asshole. What the fuck? Yeah. I loved it. I was yeah. like, oh, And when he yes. says, dude, that was the best. Seriously. It was so contemptuous. Mm-hmm. It was gorgeous. It's cathartic. Yeah. It's right. nice to watch. Because right. you watch these people like basically lie for a living. And I think that they know that they're doing it too. I yeah. don't think that they're of course under. They do. Yeah. I well, mean, there's no there's no doubt in my mind that they're going, oh yeah, no, this this is uh this is a hundred percent factual. Good. Well, they they treat it like a game. I mean, the way I always say it, how you can understand mainstream media is like how do you take a set of facts? So you're sticking to the facts, what you're saying is the truth. I mean, uh, the medicine is horse dewormer. The mecto. That's, yeah, the... The mecto uh, mini? The I word. The I word is, yeah, yeah Brandon. The medicine saying. that shall not be named. Um, <laughs> the Nobel the Prize Nobel winner. Do you ever think about how dumb that is? Hold on, hold on. Back up here for a sec. Do you ever think about how fucking dumb that is that we can't even say the name of a drug on this show, on any show on YouTube, because we then you can. No, I've just you... gotten us two strikes for saying stuff. So I, I've, I've, no, but I'm, the fact, I Elijah, have. that we even have to be like, oh, well, this might get us a strike. Like, you know what? It's good. What? Like, what? It's like, good. It's great. That's great. great. Yeah. yeah I it? think it's great. Tell me why. Because it's so absurd that people watch this and say, all of this is fake bullshit. Yeah. And this whole regime is, is, uh, you know, is, is built on like tissues of lies. Hmm flimsy nothing if they have to ban you for saying the name of a drug yep that until yesterday was you know nobel prize winner you know developed it and it was you know as legitimate as anything right you know and and the thing is that like (laughs) the thing that americans tend not to do and you can see sanjay gupta doesn't do it is ask why just ask why they would do this why would you want to demonize this particular medicine and but like i was saying that it is true. It is. It is horse dewormer. So, like, that's not a lie necessarily. It is just a massively dishonest way of phrasing things mm-hmm. and of framing things. So, it's almost like when you picture MSM, you think, "All right, how do I take this this set of facts and then present this set of facts to where it leaves people with the impression of a lie? How do I use the truth to leave the impression of a lie, or, or you know, have mm-hmm. that be the the ultimate conclusion uh, that they get to? But like Sanjay Gupta, you know, Joe Rogan asked him, like, "Why would your network do that?" And he's just like. I don't know. It's like, well, maybe you should ask. Maybe you should just take for yourself. No, but then then he'll have to leave his little bubble in order to answer that question. And that's a really hard thing to actually reconcile and like a hard thing to look in the face. And he probably knows. Like, let's be real. Like, you don't work for CNN or you don't, you know, commentate for CNN and not have an idea of the fact that a lot of what they're saying is horse shit. Yeah, what are they going to tell him? Horse shit, horse to wormer. It's all we're all mm. talking about horses. And honestly, you know, I love too when he was talking to 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 Gupta. And like, I have stuff to clarify with some of the execs here and stuff like that. Why we're calling it the I word? Because I don't know. I'm just like, I just got us two strikes. I'm like a very thin ice with these people here. So it's, I gotta. It's specific in their I, I new that, guidelines. They name that one by name. You Can cannot we, say wait, it. Wait, they can say it in the guidelines, but we can't say it. On yeah. Yeah, I need to look into this strange. more because I hate doing this stuff, and like I need to like it's only because like I normally would just say it right now on purpose to just like if you tell me to say something, but like I also just almost took this entire show off the air by saying something else that was truthful that almost took it off the air, and I'm not trying to not say the truth. I'm just trying to play the game smart. It's like war. I always tell people this. People say, "Well, why do you play the game?" I go, "Listen, I'll tell you this. It's asking the same reason a World War One troop isn't it more brave to run out into the machine gun fire? Yeah, dog. But I'm not trying to die yet. If I'm gonna run out and if I'm gonna risk dying, I'm gonna make sure there's a chance to win. So I don't, I don't, I don't lose to lose on purpose. I play to win, right? So Donald Trump's playing to win. He's trying to. People are they lose still. People that win still 
lose sometimes, even if it's unfair or even if it gets certified, it's still a loss. So the point is, is that I know that we keep losing and I'm not going to accept defeat. And I'm trying not to be defeated. I'm trying to remain in the game and fight where I can. And so the point is all the right. bullshit that's going on is I'm doing the best that I can where I can. And I need to find this out. And I research this stuff and I figure this out because I want to remind you if you go, well, yeah, well, they're not going to take you down. Dude, they took Rand Paul's shit off, off of YouTube. Like sitting members. Do he's a doctor. He's a medical doctor. They'll take anyone down. Yeah. And, and I'm not trying to not get taken down. At the point is, is I'm trying to get the truth out and we're waking people up. You're waking people up. And I'm trying to fight this legitimately. I'm not trying to die on a hill being like, it's like me being like, well, it's legal for me to say the N-word, so here I go. It's no, like, it's like, well, uh, that's not a wise – a man that says all that he feels is not wise, the Bible says. like That wouldn't be wise. Is it dumb that we react to the N-word, that that's a big deal? That's so stupid. We live in a society where a word makes people act violent. That's the dumbest thing, but it's how it is right now. And so you go into a group of black people and call them the N-word as a white guy – You'll find out the consequence of your free speech very quickly. <laughs> whether it's stupid, whether it's dumb that we live like that, that's the point. It's like, we got to play the game right. You want to go commit suicide? Go do that. Right. I'm not going to die in a group of people just so I can say one word. I'm going to fight for free speech and keep doing that, but I'm not going to die in the process by being a moron. You know, the, the YouTube censor is just hovering over us like the Death Star, and we're down here in the Rebel base. It'd be really stupid to get out and just start, like, blasting the Death Star just knowing that they're going to— charge it and uh, destroy yeah. the whole planet. I think right? of it as like the sword of Damocles yeah. just waiting to fall. Exactly. So yeah. my, my friend Michael Anton gave an interview today and he addressed this exact point. And I, if I could just read it for a second. Yeah. He says, um, it is possible to be prudent and courageous at the same time. In fact, we might go as far as to say it's impossible to be courageous without being prudent. Courage without prudence ends up being rashness, which ends up harming you. Hmm. Wow. And, you know, and the next point that he makes says, so if you won't be prudent to protect yourself, you should at least do it to protect your friends. That's and true. I think that's a great point. Yeah. Well, no, and that's, that's what's about being prudent. Again, prudent, smart. And that's why even when people, and I, I said this on the podcast that we have coming out tomorrow too, when people even ask me the question, should I, should I not get the vaccine? I said, if you don't want it, at how much do you not want it? And what cost is that worth to you? What do you value in life? And I just go, like, what do you value? This is how you find out your value system. When you're faced with hard mm -hmm. questions, sure. it's easy to tell someone, like, yeah, oh, this, that. I say, I know what I'm doing because I know what I value. If you don't value something, don't die on a hill that you don't value. Mm -hmm. And also, if this is not where you want to die, if you're waking up, if you want to figure this out, you figure this out. Maybe I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know the future. Nobody does. But I would just tell people, learn to think for yourself, make wise decisions, and know the game. Just like any spy with espionage that's out in the field that has to act like even with the enemy, blend in sometimes. You got to do what you got to do to get it done. And that shit's getting done. I do want to say this as we as we jump in. We're going to jump into some super chats and some Blaze TV chats, which we like to do. Um, and before we jump into that, though, I do like, I, I think this is a good, better part for you guys to plug where people can follow and find you. That way they're not waiting till the very end. So, uh, Dave, where, where can people find you as we jump in there? Sure. The place to start is Twitter. Dave Raboy, D-A-V-E-R-E-A-B-O-I. Oh, did I say your name wrong? Am I dreadful? I'm one of those people. No, no. It's actually, it's, it's, um, it's multifaceted. <laughs> different parts of the family say it different ways. It's all good. Okay, I'm going to accept that and pretend that that's like a real thing. No, so it's that totally a real thing. In my case, it's totally a real I've thing. I've always said Reboy, like anytime anybody said, Elijah totally said, fine. how do we pronounce this? And I said Reboy. That's it. Totally fine. Come on, Reboy, boy. <laughs> come on, come right. on. <laughs> so, so you can find me on so Twitter. Good. From there, you can go to either my website or Late Republic Nonsense, which is uh, the Substack where I write. And I've also got 
YouTube and all the other stuff. I love you on Twitter. Can I just say that? Oh, thank uh, you. Yeah. I, I do too. I thoroughly enjoy you on Twitter. I do too. I didn't right? realize. Thank you. You're good. No, I, I enjoy it. <laughs> I, lo I, I, I love it. Yeah, well, you can tell. You can it. tell. You're very good at it because I didn't realize I didn't follow you until today when I knew yeah, you were going to be Yeah, I just on. same. Because I see you on Twitter all, all the, time. the time. So I was very aware of who you were. I assumed I followed you because right. I saw you so much, but uh, you're just prolific, I guess. I don't or know. Entertaining I, or entertaining or whatever think it's it takes. A, I think it's a, it's a, I mean, I don't want to be stupid about it and, and, you know, overthink it, but like, I think it's its own thing. I mean, I don't want to call it an art form, but it's like, it's, it's kind of is though. It's, it's its own, um, Form, mm -hmm. not art. Yeah, it's, it's, get, it's getting a full idea and effectively changing people's minds through a minimum amount of characters. And it's also where all, this is why Twitter is effective, why they want to delete you off there. People don't get this. They go, why don't you want to be on Rumble? Why don't you want to be on this? I don't just go on Twitter to preach to the choir. That's where the the minds of the world, and I don't, and it's not just the minds, but anybody who is anybody, and I mean that in a non-pretentious way, just if you have any sort of success, notoriety in any field, where you go, not to show your butt, not to show you this, where you go to ch to challenge your ideas and to communicate with people and to see how stupid or good you yeah, are. To talk it's about there. stuff. Yeah, it's yeah. there. And and that's so important because, you know, chicks are hot and your butt's nice, but of course you'll even Thank find you. <laughs> you'll even find that like that hot girl has a political opinion. They have a viewpoint, and that's where you challenge it, and that's where you change the hearts and minds. And Twitter, and I gotta say this, Twitter existing, the reason why we like it is because if Twitter was more centralized and less censored, then we wouldn't need to have politics on ESPN, on Instagram, on everywhere. You could just like one place that you can argue ideas and then we'll go look at your butt after. That's, a, that's, <laughs> that's Elijah, there's still butts on, on Twitter though. Yeah. There's I, I, a whole if, porn side of Twitter that is not fun. I don't recommend looking at it. But they'll up. still debate. They'll still like, dude, they will, they'll they will still you. come and debate you. With bizarre, <laughs> like, They're like, and here's my tits, but also my ideas. And you're like, whoa, okay. Yeah, one of those is nice, the other one isn't. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying, one of those is Which universally. We don't know. One of those is universally Depends accepted. On, you know. I love the idea of you getting in a political argument with some OnlyFans chick. I he have, does though. I do, and then like, and then this they're like, MO. they're like, you're you're humiliated. I'm like, do you want me to do you want me to retweet you your naked body that you sold for seven dollars to nine followers? That's kind of humiliating too. It's yeah, only seven dollars. Yeah, that you, is you, grim. you forever sold nude pictures of yourself to, for nine people to give you seven dollars each. Uh, I don't feel humiliated. <laughs> Harrison, where can people find you? Uh, <laughs> you know, I appreciate Elijah's sort of highfalutin uh, vision of Twitter. Twitter is why I go to say the most offensive thing possible without getting banned. <laughs> Maybe just don't follow me on Twitter. Maybe that's not the best place to f actually know who I am and what I think. It's uh, it's it's a character you play. Uh, if you really want to know what I think, you can watch me every weekday, Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 11 a.m. Central Standard Time on Band.Video. The program is called American Journal, and uh, it's a call-in show. So uh, anybody out there watching this right now, give us a call. Tell us what you think. It's uh, it's very fun. So eight through eleven, right? Now that I know it's a call in, I'm going central. To that's central. Yeah. Mm. To clarify, that's central time. Central time, eight to eleven, and uh, and it's on band video and the other Yeah. Horstenwormer.com. Um, let's go ahead and let's get into some of these super chats, guys. We're gonna we're gonna talk to you. We're gonna start with Brandon from the Blaze chat. Brandon. Yeah, we got a Blaze one uh, for the panel. Do they believe Trump helped push the Dems on their agenda by showing the power of America First policies? Wait, can you say that again? Do you believe uh, Trump helped push the Dems on their agenda because he showed the power of American First policies? Okay. I'm not sure. I understand. I, I, I think I understand it. I, I think it's the wrong way to frame the question because I think. What happened was uh, 
So take a look at like the do lockstep document with uh, the Rockefeller Foundation, right? Lockstep was plan B. Plan A was called uh, Clever Together. If Hillary Clinton had gotten in, we would have gotten everything that we're getting now, but we would have gotten it in 2016. I think Donald Trump was a wake-up call and convinced the powers that be in the globalists to accelerate their program, double down, oh. and expand their program. Uh, and uh, But I, I, I don't think he inspired them to... Uh, he didn't. You don't think he down. shocked them into it? No, I think. Uh, but you know, when you talk about conspiracies, you talk about the globalists. You talk about any of this stuff. They're they are not in control of everything. They're human beings, and they have to contend with human will. So I think uh, the election of Donald Trump was a shocker to them and convinced them to um, double down and uh, and maybe push that much harder. So I, I do think that happened, Joe. Let's talk about some of these. That's awesome. That's amazing. We're going to get into this one. I think this is. The first one down here. Oh, I got some help. Are you at the first one? Yeah. Pick a Warp says, my family just closed on our house in Florida. We escaped the hellhole known as Seattle and are much are so much better for it. Well, that's good because... Welcome, neighbor. Yeah, I was going to say, you're, no. you're a Flor Floridian. Yep, that's awesome. We also have from uh, Listerably. <laughs> I don't know. Hello. Were the Watsons on Candace yesterday your parents? She interviewed people from Australia. <clears throat> you don't know. Who knows? No comment. No comment. Mm. Mm. Joe Adelman says, Sydney, check out the Sam Harris JBP lectures on morals without religion. I think you would find them interesting. Yeah, they're they're already really good. I um, like I said yesterday, I like Sam Harris. Uh, I know that that's apparently offensive to other people. Yeah, I was on the like, right. cringe. I like yeah. some of his arguments, not his entire arguments, <laughs> but I, some of them, and I and I do like um, his discussions with Jordan. It's like Peterson. a fat check with a nice okay. face. Like I like part of you. You know what? I'm allowed to. Li I can like things. You I can, can like, like things. things. You can I'm like things. Right. 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 We no, like we like you girls you like things. You disgusted now. just He's, then. You were yeah, like, yeah. Ugh. no, no. I I don't know because I'm agnostic, <laughs> mm -hmm. like agnostic atheist somewhere in in, mm -hmm. in, in between there. But I always hated the new atheists. Okay. I have a lot of respect for you know for religion as, as an institution. I don't think any of these people really understand it. Mm -hmm. You know, I I'm just one of these people who just I personally have no faith. Mm -hmm. But intellectually, I think it's great. Yeah. And these people all seem like um, they're trying to p prove points that I, I don't think they can make. You know, rational basis for. Um, you know, for uh, for the way they behave. I mean, the truth of the matter is we're in, you know, we're in a Christian slash post-Christian world, universe. Right. We understand ourselves morally that way. Yeah. And it's a very convenient landscape to then... To, right, to then start to, start to pontificate play. Pontificate Right, about, yeah, 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 morals, yeah. Right. And this, to me, I never understood. You know, I was Hitchens and Dawkins and Harris and all these guys. I'm like, man, I, I just don't understand. I want to agree with you, but you're silly. <laughs> yeah, I think maybe, Silly see, no. I think I'm, I don't consider myself a new atheist because I just don't care. I don't think about being atheist. Like, I right, just, no, no, me too. Right. right. She's, yeah. like, she's like, my brother, though, my brother. She's, always, she's, been, she's wanting more atheists in the show. She's like, let's go to hell no, together. No, we had a bunch of them on. I was I was texting um, Tyler, the CEO of Blaze, last night, and I said, you realize, like, we've had a bunch of atheists on. They just don't say anything because... They don't care. Like, I don't, do you, I, you don't like walk into a room and go, I identify as an atheist. Like, no, no one cares. It's like the no. least interesting thing about you. Least like, interesting, right. Seriously. But no, I mean, I think the reason. It's a whole. It's, it's, yeah. it's zero. It's just it's like, not it's something. just this thing if that it's is, something, but it's not important. Right. If there's, if it's not a zero thing, if it's not em an empty category, mm -hmm. then you filled it with something right. and you're already like a religious person. It's just not 
the standard religion you're practicing. Right. I'll, I'll leave that there because I know we could go on this, but no, I, I want. I want to say, I, just, no, I no, no, like, I know. I, I want her like to have Sam a Harris. win. I want her to have a win because she's taken the L a few times on this without any defense, and so I'm just gonna like leave that argument because we go, we do talk about this like every day. So now it's like let's stop there. <laughs> he knows I'm tomorrow. getting burned out, and he's like, <laughs> yeah. okay, we got to. So I know. So I'm like, so I'm like, so I'm like, I'm like, people know, people know. So I'm like, all right, take take there. And then we'll keep it going. We'll keep the conversation going every day. Uh, John McGuire, that should be, or no, J Jim Z, that should be me. Sid, you are amazing, inspiring, strong woman. You're awesome. Keep being who you are. And uh, from the mate coast, uh, it's tough being so far from home. It is tough being own. far from home. Thank you very much, though. I very much appreciate it. John McGuire says, I like what you did with the poop pipe prop hat rack. Yeah. True. I, uh, I don't know if you guys can read it, but it says, Elijah, I can't. I can't this is, uh, let's make being let's trad cool again. And one of my... Uh, podcast followers actually made that sent that to me it's really nice thank yeah. you sir I will keep trying to change those out so maybe I'll make it more interesting and put some weird crap there people don't like the pipe behind me guys if you're confused people love the poop pipe uh, <laughs> Brian Schultz said I got a spam call from Fort Worth today was that one of you too also what's your favorite kind kinds of cheese to use in grilled cheese I say Munster it's so stretchy melty with a nice smoky flavor that is a way to uh, I don't also, know. cheddar I, I'd say like a lot I mean, even a little Parmesan Probably. with the Munster Gouda and, Gouda? I think yeah. Gouda's the right answer. Craft American singles. Thank you. <laughs> no. Thank you, Patriot. <laughs> yeah, right? I'm an American man. White bread, craft singles. Oh. I want some government cheese on that. Yeah. I love yeah. I love at Whole Foods they have a bakery and they have this. It's like two ninety nine for a fresh uh sourdough bread. And mm -hmm. they have like a whole it's like a grainy sourdough bread with seeds. It's really good. And then you get like three or four cheeses in, in like a griddle or something with butter. And I'm you go sorry. and have that with the queen or something. Uh, yeah, no, I'm trying to do that with trying to avoid like certain pesticides and stuff, so I don't oh, die right, from right. cancer. Oh, right, right. The poison, the poison yeah. in the food. Yeah, I'm right, like, I, I forgot about the poison, the food, yeah, poison yeah. food. Okay, yeah. all right, all right. Samwise uh, Sylvain says, "Thank you for restoring my faith in humanity after being disillusioned by the radical left and detransitioned back to being a woman. Stay awesome. Wow, good for wow. you. Yeah, that's that's intense. That's great. Congratulations." We're happy for you. Young Pei Chang says, oh, hey, guys. And hi, David. Uh-oh. I don't know. Yeah, hi. Tim Pool, Tim Pool was leery of Chicago PD and his coverage today. Suspects they'll do a heel turn as soon as they get their carve out. Perhaps. I just take the day. This is a daily show, so I just take it as we go. <laughs> Tim Pool, honestly, in some ways, might be more pessimistic than I am, to be fair. Yeah, he's a doomer. Mm, mm, a lot. I, I love him, but he's a doomer. Kimberly Steinbrink says, I've been enjoying your discussions about religion and Christianity. Thank you all. Great job every day. Thank you, Kimberly. We then actually go home and strangle each other. No, we don't <laughs> even care. <laughs> so, Sunny Crockett versus New World. The government here in the UK is bringing in mandates mid-December this year. Yeah, I'm not surprised. The UK is insane. Um, Corey Bollig says, can we have Heather Lynn from Heather Lynn O as a guest speaker? I think the interaction between her and Sid New would be pure gold. I don't know who that is. Brandon, Literally. can you write that down? Heather Lynn I mean, we just we, we have, we're going to do this show for years, so we need to be looking for I was actually just thinking before that we there's not very many women in the space to invite on, and I've like, had a lot of women on the show. We have, we have, but that's because we know nice, cool women. That's why. Shout out Chrissy Mayer. Yeah, it's true. Jim yeah, uh, Z says Elijah, why are women's feet shorter than men so they can stand closer to the kitchen sink? And you know what? There's a lot of truth to that. Actually, it's actually true. Do you know that women have a biological desire to do dishes? Really? No, I'm just making that shit up. I just like I just love telling women <laughs> stuff that's not true. It's like, it's like just hey, there's a split second. Of <laughs> yeah, yeah. They go. <sighs> it's like I don't even. I don't. That's not even. I just. <laughs> Did you know that men have a biological desire to be fill in the blank? 
Men of Ballad to be fucking epic. So <laughs> we do a pretty good job at that. Nathan Peters Clark says, Elijah, I'm one of the last red-blooded in Canada. The clown pill seems to be losing effect and the deep rage is starting. How do you cope? Just hate the Antichrist and uh, stand back and stand by. True. Ryan Lesage says, getting my ACL and meniscus repaired on Tuesday. Pray for me. Love you all. You don't have to pray, Sid. Just send your love. I send my love to your to your legs. I hope that you are okay. Meniscus is in your leg, isn't it? Or that's in your shoulder. It's in the knee. Okay. I, I tore my meniscus, yeah. <laughs> I knew a thing. I knew a thing. Cool. Yeah, no, that sucks. I, I hope that all goes well. Um, the cross-reference says, it's awesome to see unions refusing to do the hokey pokey. It should be a choice. If you want to put your left foot in, then fine. I will not dance. Yeah, Reggie1971LA says, if uh, SWA refuses to comply with Governor Abbott's executive order, it's possible he should have the Texas National Guard close their operations in Texas. I don't know what that is. Is that the... Southwest Airlines. Yes, and I also was going to say that, too, that the major hospital systems in Texas are refusing to comply with Abbott as well. And I'm aware of that. I just can't leak the emails yet because, mm. um, obviously, you guys are in active litigation, but you should know that that's happening. Zach Walsh says, as always, Brandon's shirt is epic. Noise, bro. Can we get a look at that? Lesbians for Trump. Lesbians for Trump. <laughs> <laughs> Long Don John says, the Watsons RV and a guy from Westbourne Gym were on Candace's show. Same Shame Sydney couldn't join and make it 4 for 4. Yeah, will be mean, there. Old, old be friends there. of mine. You'll be there. Yes. No. Well, yeah, I will eventually be on Candace's show. Very true. Brian Schultz says, to be fair, Elijah watches those horrific TikTok videos all day. So by comparison, a normal four is a breath of fresh air. Oh, my God. That's so true. <laughs> Actually, that explains a lot. Yeah. You think everyone's hot? No, because the point you is, is that whenever people, that's why whenever people look normal, I'll just say they're hot because like it's just to be nice because they look normal. And to <laughs> me, like that, maybe that is maybe maybe it is a lower threshold because like, I'm like. There's just like a few things check out. I'm like, okay, there's no Satan soul sucking. There's no, uh, the hair's their color, their teeth's in, and they don't look like a demon. Okay, checks out, hot. And it's like, that's a three. <laughs> and you're like, well, have you ever been in the, the, the imaginary numbers, the negative numbers? Math quantified negativity in numbers simply to define the women of today. So... <laughs> <laughs> get out your graphing calculator this is like how you've spent people. you know it's like a like a sci-fi film like you've spent your entire life in the tenderloin in san francisco yeah and then you just walk a few blocks past and it's like mm -hmm. oh my god i'm surrounded by yeah. you know oh poor the charts poor savannah i walk in there yesterday and she's just trying to figure out how to can i title this transgender demon uh demon turns trans it's like Jesus, you have to watch this all day, yeah. you poor girl. <laughs> That's the telling. I was going to say, too, you know, it's like, I mean, to be fair, I mean, think about this. Like, the difference between, like, a hot Armenian and a not Armenian is, like, a one rhinoplasty. And it's like, the reality is, the reality is, it's like, it's true. It doesn't take a lot to become a lot. Yeah, anyway. but they'll haggle you for it. Yeah, it's true. Mm. I mean, I'm from L.A. You guys, yeah, you, my Armenians know. Don't, you guys are, like, 90% of the rhinoplasty customers there. You know exactly what's <laughs> going on. it's all about what's on the inside. Aww. The pink part? <laughs> well, the rhinoplasty technically is a surgery on the inside, so there oh, you go. Okay. There you go. Makes sense. Uh, Harrison, you came in and said something lovely. I appreciate that. Oh, you're welcome. That was, yeah, that was sweet. That was that a was, joke. Yeah, that was, that was, <laughs> it was a nice. joke. No, I'm <laughs> pretending it wasn't. Yeah, he's like, it's a joke. Yeah, from all. He's like, screw women. Anyway, uh, Theresa. <laughs> Theresa <laughs> definitely didn't say that. No, but you do have one. You have a child. Don't so let it's Elijah happened. put words in your mouth. No, You'll I, end up uh, in, a, in a weird space. We more have a joke. I think it's a long... Everyone's just, uh, we lost that in America, like just being able to like pick at each other, laugh at each other, say mean was things. That and, like, ever a it thing was like, in America though? Oh, oh yeah. my God. Yeah. Don Rickles? Yeah. Yeah, like ra racist jokes. There was no such thing as racist jokes. And you would actually even say that. Let me tell you a racist joke. And you would like say it intentionally to trigger them up front. And friends would just dog on each other. And they were, everyone was just, 
Everyone's just having fun. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this, well, even before that, there, there were it, you would never say, "Let me tell you a racist joke." Yeah. In the old days, it. it would just be a say, joke. Let me, let me tell you and, a joke, and right? it would be understood <laughs> that it's going to be like you know something. Somebody you know, was the something. Butt of somebody the joke, was, yeah. was the butt of the joke, and nobody cared. I mean, smear uh, the queer. Remember like, that game? I, I have a. I have a <laughs> no. That was like it was like just kind of like that was like a high school game. Like, well, did you like, ever oh, get okay. smeared on the playground? <laughs> no, <laughs> that was just Elijah. <laughs> no, it was just like a comp. Okay, it was. No, the only reason I asked this, by the way, is just because I feel like one of my friends was visiting from Perth, and we went out for uh, for drinks and whatever, and he's cracking jokes, being hilarious as Aussies tend to be, and he goes, "Oh no, shit, they've ruined you." And I was like, "What do you mean?" He's like, "You don't find the jokes funny anymore. You used to be funny, Sid, and now you're just a serious American person." And I'm like, "This is so true wow. because now Americans don't really have a sense of humor. No offense, guys. I I just, were, you were funnier than this. I was funnier. Well, way funnier. Or I had a better sense of humor. Now I'm not funny. Uh, that sounds like he was huh. just putting off his own failure of coming up with something funny on you. He yeah, maybe to blame it was. You maybe it was, the, it was the material. Yeah, yeah. possibly. No, possibly. But, but I mean, maybe I should have done a couple like pity laughs. <laughs> Yeah, but the reality is that when my dad lived in America in the '80s, when he used to come over here a lot, he was like, "Sid, Americans do not have a sense of humor." Hmm. But also, that's because I think Aussies the humor is offensive, and we laugh because it's mean. But you know, it, but it's it's like very very new this idea that like you can't say offensive jokes. Right. If you just, I mean, if you just look up something like Howard Stern from like the late '90s, oh, yeah. you will be shocked. Like I have a I have a very thick skin, obviously, right? Like everybody on this side. Slightly offensive, like we don't care about that sort of stuff. But like even me listening to like some of the coverage of like the OJ, OJ trial, I was like, oh my god, I can't believe this was on. But that was on Beetlejuice. Come on, the other Beetlejuice, little little boy, little boy Beetle on Howard Stern, the little guy with microcephaly. Oh yeah, yeah, the, yeah. They had a he guy like microcephaly on the show that was that was like actually retarded, and they would like ask him questions to prove he was retarded, and that was considered acceptable media. No, it I was mean, fun. It was yeah. comedy. I love Beetlejuice. Yeah. When Artie Lang would just, you know, nod off in the chair right. mid-bit. Yeah. Yeah, no. no. But I, I mean, well, I, I can't even, like, repeat some of it. But, like, they had, at one point, I mean, it was it was mid-90s because it was the O.J. Simpson trial. So what was that, 94 or something? And, uh, like, this African woman called in and Howard Stern's calling her a Bush woman. And, like, just the most, like, it literally makes me blush even to say it. But, like, that was just on on FM radio in the 1990s. So that's not that long ago. Yeah, Sergio's my friend. It's like, he has people text each other. He's like, bro, Gupta was sodomized by Don Lamont on his show tonight. It's like, I just love how people talk in the real world. And I, I love it. Anyway, Teresa Larfield said, yes, we have heard of Beetlejuice in Australia, but I'm Gen X, the best generation ever. It was a huge film in its day. Joshua Magosh says, on a light note, who can say this better? I don't... <sighs> Betty bought a bit of butter, but the butter Betty bought was bitter. So Betty bought a better butter. It was better than the butter Betty bought before. Mm. Awesome. People got to spend their money better. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even read, and I got AQ to that pretty says, all right. Where is the fu- where in the fuck can I buy Savannah a Savannah shirt? Oh, I also subbed. I'm, I'm wearing a Savannah shirt. Oh, I uh, subbed to Blaze TV because of the Crowder bullshit from last night. At least I'll get my daily dose of clown pills with the chubby uh, redhead kid and Sydney Sav. Wait, uh, to be fair, I bought this shirt in Savannah in Georgia, so it's not for Savannah on the show because she's only got one in. That's not true. Two. Curdle Jelly says, Vic has gone full communo-fascist. The Lages Council passed a motion to ban MPs who won't hand over their papers. Limbrick, Quilty, Cummings, and Finn are the only polys uh, in Victoria with a backbone. True. Zach yeah, Walsh. Victoria's screwed. Yeah, we just... Mm. Zach Walsh says, I distinctly remember noticing how everything became radicalized in entertainment close to the end of Obama's second term. Yes. True. The world changed. Everyone's, everyone tells me um, that when America became very fixated on skin color was 
during the Obama years. That's when everything yes. became about racism. It became about divide. And I, I mean, I find it hard to view it through that lens, obviously, because I was a child. Mm -hmm. But obviously, but, you know, living in America now, it's like, OK, cool. It was Ferguson. Mm -hmm. But the big thing, the, the big thing that uh, I think was one of the, the causal factors for, for Trump um, was Caitlyn Jenner. Oh, and I think it was huge, huge thing because so this happened and it was what, 2015, 2015. I don't keep up I'm with my sure, transgender yeah. policies, no, no, no. Was, but, I, but I assume. No, yeah. no but but what was terrible? I mean, I was watching it. I was terrified. So I'm like the media lined up wall to wall, shoulder to shoulder and bullied the country into saying that. You know, not only brave and beautiful, not only right. I mean, it was like stunning and of the brave, year. stunning and brave. brave. The South it Park was, episode. Yeah, yeah, right. It was a big thing. And you could not and you couldn't even say that, you know, whatever. Bruce Jenner was a man before. Caitlyn Jenner has always been a woman. Right. You know, we've always been at war with Oceana. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> right. So um, I think that I mean, I think the people saw this and they realized, you know what? This is no longer our country. This is really fucked up. On one hand. Mm -hmm. On the other hand, the media saw it and said, wait a minute, we can run every issue the way we did with this one, hmm. where we can just get in your face and, and, and just, you know, um, uh, you know, sort of force the issue. Down they're, your they're, they're doing it. Do you, do you know yeah. I saw the best video I saw recently? It was a leftist who even said he it's, it's actually on Twitter right now. And he goes, he's popular, verified. and was like, Hey, like I, I kind of woke up to the media. He was explaining he's a leftist still with his pronouns. Mm -hmm. He's like, with the machine gun Kelly, Megan Fox couple, he goes, it's so weird. You know, the media keeps talking about they're the new hottest thing, the new hottest thing. He goes, first of all, machine gun Kelly is like the celebrity in a movie where they're not really a celebrity, but they got all like the parts of a celebrity, but it's like nobody really likes them. They're just kind of like that cool guy. Mm -hmm. And he goes, and then they're like, yeah, Megan Fox, Megan Fox, machine Kelly, everybody's talking about them. He's like, I'm interested in celebrity gossip. But the media is at a point now where they're like, they're like a father who hasn't seen their kid in 10 years. And he's like, oh, I'm going to show throw you a birthday party. And they get by the dinosaurs. And they're like, dad, I'm in college. I'm studying computer science. <laughs> and I haven't seen you in 10 years. Like, you've, you're so out of touch with me. He was like, he goes, the media is like that, that friend of yours who has that weird dachshund mix pug that's just kind of ugly, but they use portrait mode on their iPhone, take a picture in a beer garden and try to make an Instagram. It's not going to take. People are past <laughs> that. We don't buy that shit anymore. And so he's like, the media is like so like used to forcing shit and making us accept it. They don't even realize we've moved past the media and that's why that's what he's starting to see is like dude i don't give a fuck what the media is telling me to care about like who cares like what is that and so it's like and other people who are not political are waking up like the media is just manufacturing an alternate reality where it's like nobody right. cares about megan fox and machine gun kelly and you're like i'm glad that's the i don't know why that's the issue that woke you up yeah exactly but i'm glad you woke up right thank you <laughs> nevertheless okay black pill before we we before we wrap this up right mm -hmm. we were talking before about how Everyone kind of knows that it's not Biden who's, you know, <laughs> who's competent, alive. who's running the show, he's who's got making the decisions. Right. He is the he is he is he's being led around, right? Everybody has a feeling that this is true. And yet it's not it's not especially on people's, you know, we're not particularly motivated enough to figure out, hey, who is that guy? Or, or gal or, or committee or whatever. You know, we know that this is, this is a thing that is, that is true. We feel it in our bones. 
but it doesn't we're not so cra- we're not so motivated that we're going to try to find this out because it wouldn't that be the real you know, answer to a lot of these things. I mean, wouldn't, wouldn't you want to know that? Yeah, Who's running the country? Seth Ritchie. We don't even give a fuck. Yeah, they'll Seth Rich you. I don't, yeah, I was going to say, I don't want to end up shooting myself in the back of the head. <laughs> twice. Yeah, <laughs> twice. Yeah, yeah. No, no, I'm not talking about, I'm not talking about like investigating it, but just asking. No, but I think if you found out, you they'd know? probably be like, you know too much. You know? And <laughs> then West, they would have to West, hear you. West exec. It's almost like Game of Thrones, is it not? As you were talking, I'm thinking, so Biden is basically like Cersei or someone. Have you guys seen Game of Thrones? Yeah. Okay. I've heard of it. Oh. No, Biden is the son that kills himself out the window. Cersei's the person running the strings, but her son's the one running the show. And that's kind of what it is. Like the, the second oh, son. No, because the no, nice no, boy. No, no, no. That, that's nice he's, too boy. Ni- he's too but nice. That's Biden. He's Biden's too nice like, to be Biden. I like ice cream mm. and, and the economy's going to change. Dude, they know what's Biden? going on. You're suggesting Biden's King Theoden and that we're looking for the worm tongue. I guess I'm really kind sure. of Lord of the Rings. So you use a reference that, <laughs> oh, okay, that okay. Most we moved into Lord of the Rings. Okay. I was gonna say, yeah. I was gonna say you just switched the movies. Now I know what you're talking about, like right? But I that's confusing. That's more me. accurate though. <laughs> that confused me so bad. Like, yeah, you're talking about Cersei or Gandalf, and you're like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I, that I must have been. I don't know what I watched. Surely anyway. you're really excited if you're a Lord of the Rings fan to know that now in the new series that's coming up through Amazon, it's going to be very diverse. Yep. Yes, yes, we've known this for quite a while. Yeah, yeah everyone knew Frodo was a little gay, anyways, but it's okay. No, I'm just kidding. But it's it's that's what they wanted. They want Asian Can hobbits. Can you stop ruining things I love? Can you stop just, ruining male friendship? Do not do not <laughs> yeah, do exactly. not do not remember that like, in the two fandom men though. Can climb a hill together and it's not gay do you not, no, right. do you not remember the fandom we talked about that today but do you not remember the fandom like that was a big debate of like because then Elijah Woods was coming out and saying like oh like it wouldn't matter anyway and it was like this big thing because they were just com- like, com- like comrades but everyone wanted to make it about that and like that was just that's the joke to the fandom of like that was the one thing that pissed people Samwise off. Is so and I'm, cute. Yeah. I'm trying to piss people off. That's no. what I'm here to Samwise do. Samwise just wanted to like hold Frodo's shit, man. Like he didn't want anything. He was just a he good He just friend. wanted to be a mate. Jimmy's like a good guy in real life. Like a like like Sean Austin. Like he's actually like a real nice Christian guy. Is he? Real wholesome mm-hmm. family dude. And like Elijah actually Woods? cool. Nice too, actually. I met him once. Who? He let me take a Elijah, picture. Elijah mm-hmm. Wood? Mm-hmm. No, he lives in Austin. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's really cool. Isn't he really short? Uh, no, that's Hobbits. Hobbits are <laughs> That's no. called camera angles. No, but that's, I thought he was like really short. But then again, I guess everyone to me is quite short. Yeah, he's, that's he's, true. Uh, I don't remember him being particularly short, but... Um, now I, I have was... to know how tall he is. All right, yeah. I'm going to read through a few Sorry, of these. Brian Schultz is like, don't care about those cops. You only care about mandates. Aaron Evitt says, I'd prefer the cop that wants to take a bullet for me. Winston says, Sydney, you may not believe in God. You may not love God, but he, but God believes in you and he loves you. Teresa Layerfield says, have you seen the government in NT? Australia? Where is it? Oh, that's territory? Northern Territory. Northern Territory is finding people $5,000 that do not get the yesterday. gym job. Yes, we saw yesterday, and it is terrifying. And, of course, these people deserve to be tarred and feathered and worse that are enforcing these things. Smooth Criminal says, what are, you guys forget is that there's a silent army, one bigger than the U.S. military combined, made up all the ones that got kicked out. Yes and no. Again, but you said the not owning weapons. He's five problems. foot six. He's, He's pretty short. He's short. pretty small. That's a short man. Mm. That's pretty small. Anyway, Cannels says... Did you see the four and five year old siblings who were accidentally given the blah 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 in Indiana are now having heart problems? Yes, we did. Yes, we did. And that was not an accident. Zach Walsh says, Eli and Sid, I hope you guys are having fun on your new show. You should be proud of how successful it already is. Great guest tonight as well. I agree. I've been having I like I love all of our guests, and I'm not comparing, 
but the dynamic between these two is incredible. Yeah, halfway through, I said to Elijah because we can like beep into each other. We have little buttons. And oh I yeah, was we like, see you talking to each other. Yeah, because I would have. Well, halfway through, <laughs> <laughs> you're, really you're like, yeah, yeah. such a cuck. <laughs> <laughs> halfway through, I was like, I, these guys are like, I really like the vibe. Like, I'm just, I'm enjoying this, which is, I think, actually really cool as a host to be able to like thoroughly enjoy your guests interacting. It's cute. Well, I'm having a very good time too. Yeah. We love it. We love Me it as well. <laughs> and you did, and you did Glenn, I think, as well. Mm-hmm. You did Glenn. You did slightly offensive me on tomorrow, so you guys can check. It. If you guys like them, you guys can watch more of their content on Blaze on as well. Anyway, Jessa says, please watch the documentary Twenty Thirty Unmasked. I know about that. Lauren Smart says Elijah and Sid, I missed you all last night. My day it just isn't the same if it can't end by watching you are here. Oh, love y'all. We love you. Um, Mad. Mav Dick 96 says, <laughs> love you, Elijah and Sid. I get through these hard times with heavy music, specifically metalcore and deathcore. Yeah, you do you remember when Bring Me the Horizon was a good band? I do. Kinesis Films said the American Journal with Harrison Smith. Bum, 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 bum. Yes. <laughs> Brett Ain't Dead says, we are on a collision course with a complete police state CCP total style totalitarianism, getting real sick of the federal corporate terrorist. That's true. Um, we all are, honestly. Spencer Harmon says, let's just call former Vice President Biden's administration what it is. It is the Assyrian spoken of uh, in Isaiah. Yeah, a commandment I give unto you that ye search these things diligently for great are the words of Isaiah. I have not heard that and I haven't heard it. So I'll look into that. Spencer also says, keep up the good work. Love the show. Just ran out of room on my first super chat. Oh, sweet. Thank you, you Spencer. These are short ones. You can Zach Walsh, ones. Yeah, I have to read the short ones because I can't see because I wear glasses. Zach Walsh says, YouTube can't handle healthy criticism. They're weak and afraid. Very, very, very true. And it's not even that. It's that they want to control the narrative. That's really mm. what it comes down to. TJ says, Vegas was completely staged. Follow the money and you'll find the truth. As with everything, I've already been down that rabbit hole. Um. Tr- can I read this to Ching Chong Wing Wong? Can I? Is that? Mm. Uh, what? <laughs> you guys, <laughs> you think you number one funny guy? Question mark, exclamation point, exclamation <laughs> point, exclamation point one. <laughs> anyway, Rachel Trezor says, I'm making a submission to a parliament committee in New Zealand on Zoom in a half an hour in regards to the new COVID bill. Nervous. May God be with you, Rachel. Honestly, and even probably at this point from the agnostics, they would say, well, if God's there, then may he be with you as well. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> seriously. Yeah. Honestly. I refreshed the page. Agent Elijah. Smith meme God. says Australia has gone full fascist. The relentless coercion and jab advertising is sickening. Yeah. I mean, we know and I, we all family there, so we are invested. And I, and I, we are going to cover it religiously, even though they're not. United States Safety Reg says, after being abandoned by all of our friends and most of our family these past two years, Elijah and Sydney are the good friends that we never had, even though we've never spoken. Sid, you may marry my burly ginger brother-in-law. Okay. That's good. <laughs> Done. Jared and in. Like got that, Jared? Huh? They got to be told. <laughs> you only have a few more Jared here. Jared Annan says, I think it's nearly impossible to know what the elites are doing, but we can sure, but we can be sure that it's not good. Well, they have articles that they tell, tell you what they're doing. Yeah, they, they actually <laughs> like to talk about it quite a bit. Yeah, they they're really like, do. They have conferences yeah. and they yeah. tell you exactly what they're going to do next. They do it on Twitter. This is true. Yeah, they that's tell you true. What's up. Caleb, Faust, Caleb Faust says, Elijah, when are we going to get a workout breakdown? I think that David's probably the one that we should yeah. be getting that from. His biceps. <laughs> I said before the show, you could just crush my face with them. They, they, they mean business. I know, business. but she says it in such a way <laughs> yeah. that it seems like she's going to enjoy it. It's like there's a big difference of someone saying like, oh, my back hurts. Could you sit on me for a second? Versus he's going, can you, can you sit on my face? Like that's a yeah. big sitting, crushing. The way it said <laughs> Why do you matters. sexualize everything? I didn't say it was you sexual. Have, Why do you, you sexualize have, everything you to ask a dude? It's just a, 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 a friendly face squeezing between friends. <laughs> right. A, a, yeah, yeah, a friendly masculine it. crush in yeah. the bicep. Yeah, purely platonic crushing. <laughs> if people could see your biceps, they'd get it. Because they can see them. 
No, but they can't. They can't see the even full if they're not watching. They can no, see they, them. That's just yeah. how big they are. Yeah, the one voice <laughs> says, "You guys just reminded me of the scene with Stephen Fry and V for Vendetta." Shout out to Signy, big fan, and much love to y'all. Oh, love you. Martin number one says, um, regarding Crowder getting suspended, if you, Tim Pool, Ben Shapiro, PragerU, etc., all left and went uh, to a different platform, YouTube would feel it. It's not true, actually. Yeah, I don't. We don't. Yeah. They have a billion users. We do not even comprise like a couple hundred million. Maybe views. if PewDiePie left, maybe if the Paul brothers left, maybe if Tana Mojo and some of these other dickheads left, then and maybe we're on be all other thing. platforms. We're on Rumble. Yeah. We're on Blaze TV. Like, yeah. That's what we have. These platforms just right now. Again, we would the show wouldn't end if we got kicked off of YouTube, but we would be hard to reach new people because mm -hmm. that's where they are. Yep. You can read the long ones. Uh, United eyeballs. United States Safety Reg says try search brave dot search.brave.com instead of dd.duck.go try and get brandon ike on the show co-founder of brave ousted from mozilla for being based that's actually true that'd be a good one can i want to know down, can you write brandon ike b-r-e-n-d-a-n ike can we get uh, david ike no i probably i, I, I enjoy me oh, he's david british ike. He's, he's british did he get banned off of youtube I, recently uh, too? he got banned from australia as well he's been banned from a lot of things for quite a while in fact you can be found at banned.video yes Ooh, the there only place go. he's allowed yeah oh he is there okay well, PVT Cookle, Cookie, Cookie wasn't able to watch live, so I'm catching up right now. I wanted to say thanks for having these conversations. It helps knowing there are others out there who have the same views and opinions. Never forget that. Jamie also says, recent political refugee to QLD from New South Wales. Everyone loves Gladys and wants to bring her back. Uh, Gladys, how can they have faith in a political in a politician that resigns at the first sign of corruption allegations confused? Because they stupid. <laughs> Sorry. It just makes me mad. Like whenever we talk about Australians not paying attention to the news and being brainwashed, I want to fling myself into a ravine. You yeah, I don't know. Like Gla Gladys one. was the worst, the worst human. A lot of people that I know when she resigned were like uh, people like I am friends with. were like, oh, this is such a shame. And I'm like, oh, you have no backbone. Uh. Oh, that's that woman. I never mm -hmm. knew her name. The, the world witch. would she be like better if these people died. <sighs> Just tell us how you really feel. Okay. Well, <laughs> if they were dead, the world would be better. Uh, Not that you should do anything to them, but by if they died of natural causes. When they say that to us, like, hey, we the world would be better off if you died. Okay, you can think that. Well, I think they the same thing They probably think that you. about the four of us sitting here. Maybe they not probably Brandon think just that. yet, I have, eventually. I have, I have knowledge to know that the world would be better off. Not that anyone should do anything. I never call for that. But if they happen to die, the world would be better by accident. <laughs> RZ3001 says, can you have Nick Fuentes on? He's been invited He's been in invited. December. Lucifer the Doberman says, you need to invite Lauren Southern. You know it's a good idea. I've, Lauren lives in I'm like, I've worked Australia. with her on my show. Yeah. Lauren and I are friends. She has a Twitch channel, but she's not going to fly no, out No, she got of banned Australia. from Twitch. No, she's back. Oh, oh, really? Yeah. I love Lauren. She's actually, she's a very sweet human. Jamie says, Queensland might secretly be based, though. Less and less masks all the time. Keep fighting a good fight. Also a massive simp for Brandon. Yeah, Queensland is is like, I don't know. It's Miss, sort of comparable Yeah, it's like Texas. To, yeah, a little Mr. bit. Mr. B's Mrs. Sydney, I will be your sidekick for the atheist conversation as a retired Christian. Uh, that's a good phrase. <laughs> I feel like I can help explain why. I mean, you probably can, honestly. JPP. JPP. <laughs> sent us a little emoji thing. It says, I, how's it going? Oh, cute. G well, Curdle Jelly says, Aussie humor is the best humor. Everything else is lame. I totally agree. Aussies are super, super funny. I will say... Being able to do the Australian accent makes anything hilarious. Like I, I, the most horrific news coming out of Australia, you just do it in a silly accent, and it's all funny. Stay it in your bubble. People happy. Protesting's illegal. Yeah. Everyone's <laughs> gonna <all> die. <laughs> did you see, did you did? see that? You saw the edit, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, Where they edited Gladys. the word, the word. Oh. 
Do you know, I know my, my, and they're what always what, what? The, just of, of Gladys talking about she's going to kill everyone in the state. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I when they're am like, going to kill everyone. And then dude, you will, oh, you know, and that's the best thing. Like, 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 uh, like my brother-in-law will like call me and I'll be like, how, how are things down there? And it's like, everything's in the high intonation. Like just washing my motorbike, like things going to shit. And he just like calls it. It sounds so happy. And they're like, it's kind of funny actually. Cause it's like, he was, we were even laughing at the protest, the way Aussies have a good thing. Like, like when, uh, Avi's um, interviewing like the, the Aussies that are getting like tear gassed and sprayed. And he's like, what's going on? Like just running a, a 5k mate. You know, like, like <laughs> just running a 5k running away from the police. That's and the it's thing. like, that's they like keep the, it lighthearted all the, the time. That's the thing that's been lost though. And this is, so when I talk to my dad, cause I feel like my dad is like old school Aussie and he's from like rural Western Australia. And he's just like, like really true blue. Dinky he's he's crocodile Dundee. Basically. And Aussie he's just, Nashville. he's one of these people who's always like, ha, yeah, it's fucked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love those guys. That's what my dad's like. It's and amazing. He's, he's just so fun because at the same time, well, he's like, ha, yeah. Does, he, well, does he have a podcast? No. <laughs> but he's one of these, he swears every second word. He's, <laughs> he'll watch this because I know that my parents, um, my mom says, oh, it's the only way I can see my daughter, which Aww. is really sad, makes me cry. But um, he watches this and he's like, ha, ha, yeah. So okay. he talks about me and. Mr. Watson mm. podcast. We can. Oh, he's probably, oh, dad. Make a podcast. There you go. You've yeah. been summoned. I know. You call, I know. You call that's not a podcast. Our, that's, that's not, that's not, not a, a podcast. podcast. And our, families, <laughs> our families could unite together. They could. My family's doing they well. My, yeah, my family's building a compound right now. Mm. Bought a bunch of land out there in Australia, and they're building it. And I'm, it's very sad, and it obviously causes a lot of problems that we can't see them. We love you guys uh, to my family as well to mum. And dad with the I, U. Yeah, I miss I miss my folks. Sergio Estevez says, Elijah, show your crew your new thong tan line from Miami. How do you not know I didn't do it? Sydney, I'm trying to come up with a clever flirtatious one-liner. I failed. Love you, baby cakes. I love you too, Sergio. We love you. Sergio. He's a yeah, great he's photographer if you ever need him. R Bracewell21 says, my question is, did is not did fraud happen because we well, okay, okay. not did fraud happen with what? I don't know what you're talking about. I'm just kidding. But uh, he's my question is, how long has this been happening? Well, here's the thing. YouTube says that fraud definitely did not happen and that, that it was the most safe and secure election in American history. The most um, safe and secure. And it's so, so, he's so popular that he is the most, one of the most unpopular presidents in history, actually, within his first year and has completely crashed the country. So you do with that what you want. I think we're past that. Like, it's like, dude, let's play a better game. Like, we all know what we know, and they all know that we know. And let's just hit them where it hurts now, and don't be little bitches. And let's not use the wrong. Let's let's not let's not. We're not fighting their language. We're gonna we're gonna. I'm not gonna say anything else. Anyway, you missed sorry. one. It was Mr. B's missus says just wanted to say that you are both beautiful people, and I tr and I truly appreciate your shows. Thank you very much. So good. Jay Button says you have to beat apathy before evil. Yes, and last one from Stephen Thompson says, dear atheist, what is the least thing God would have to do, which would prove his existence to you. Oh, this is the last one. A lightning strike, the rapture, or your mind's made up, nothing will convince you. That's all, just a question. If the rapture happened, like the Christians say, about being caught up, if like everyone you knew that claimed to be a Christian was caught up, would you believe in God then or would you think it's something else? Isn't that the plot to The Leftovers on <laughs> yeah. HBO? Yeah, well, yeah, they've, they've, a lot of people have taken biblical, biblical it stories. It wasn't a bad show. I'm just asking, I, no, I'll just ask him on that, just a yes or no, if that happened, because he's asking what it would, uh, clearly so a lightning strike. you saying if the strike. rapture happened? Uh, just, just, that's, I'm just taking his question. You if that I, happened, just, would I, you believe God's real? I tuned you out for a yeah. second there. That's just his question. If people really did got caught up and everyone you know that was Christian disappeared, if there was would you believe that? If there was definitive proof, I would believe. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that feels yeah. pretty definitive. I, I mean, it's a pretty, yeah. it's a pretty good state, though. I mean, that's, <laughs> yeah. It, when that happens, get back to me. Yeah, exactly. That's all he wanted to know. Anyway, uh, for those that just tuned in or have been there who couldn't catch it live, like to, I'd like this idea of three times of plugging. Where can people find you that to close it out? Uh, David. Oh, there's actually three more if you wanted to get to him. What are they? One says, a loud upstairs neighbor says, I stand John and Sydney so much. Elijah, make it happen. 
this John and Sydney thing means. To. Just finish them. Um, I can't read this because it's in um, Russian, I guess. Have you considered Joker from Better Bachelor as a host? I don't know what that means. Curdle Jelly says Aussies are either blue-pilled, black-pilled, or I'm clown-pilled. I'm the latter. All right, David, where can people find you? There we go. Repeat yourself. I know. Third time, but go ahead and do it. Dave Raboy on Twitter. D-A-V-E-R-E-A-B-O-I. See right there? Um, my Substack is called Late Republic Nonsense. Beautiful. And, uh, thank you. All right. Dave, thanks for having me. Well, you're going to be back tomorrow, too. I am going to be back. On apparently with my boyfriend, my new boyfriend, John Doyle. So oh, wow. You will get Mazel to. Yeah, you guys yeah. will get along very well. We're excited to see yeah, you. Yeah, you actually will. Har Harrison, yeah. just so you guys know, again, for a reminder that Harrison is on Slightly Offensive tomorrow at 2 p.m. Central. And that is a long conversation also with John yeah. about men and women and why are we like this. And it's pretty crazy. <laughs> and also looking at ugly people on TikTok, as we always Your do. Your favorite activity. My favorite activity. So Harrison, where can people find you? They can find me at band.video, and they can watch The American Journal every weekday, 8 a.m. to 11 a.m. on the, the most banned website in the universe, the, <laughs> the one that sells super male vitality mm -hmm. and uh, vitamin mineral fusion and all of the other wonderful supplements. Am I allowed to say it? Yeah. Infowars.com. You can find you can me on infowars.com. That's crazy. You can find him, and it still exists. You didn't even know that. Anyway, guys, make sure that you uh, like, share, and subscribe this video. Again, sign up at blazetv.com slash you are here to become an official member and always fight the censorship, including not just our show, but my other show and everyone else on here, including Crowder. And as you know, like I'm saying, when you sign up at you are here, you can also access Crowder while he's banned, etc. So it's kind of like a package deal. But don't forget to subscribe to this channel. A huge shout out. Thank you uh, to our guests, David and Harrison. We really appreciate you guys coming on. My name is Elijah Schaefer from Slightly Offensive. I really appreciate it. And I'm Sydney. Uh, you guys already know who I am. Uh, we will see you tomorrow night. Again, David is back on with the lovely John. And uh, it's going to be weird. We're going to talk about some cool stuff. As we like to say here, life's a load of bullshit. You are here, and unfortunately, so are we. And we'll see you tomorrow night.